What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 64 of your mom's favorite threesome. And we're back after a little bit of a break. Have a lot to break down after another crazy weekend of football. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, my heart's kind of broken, but that's a, that's a whole other story. Uh, but I want to get the guys on here to start breaking everything down. Guys, what's going on? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you? I, I, I really want to know how you guys are feeling. How about that? Let's talk about this. Well, I'm here. So, uh, uh, you know, it just gets to, I mean, Saturday, we just it just got to a point where alcohol just really became a solid companion uh, for my day. Uh, you know, yesterday is good. Fantasy team's looking solid um, in both my leagues. Uh you know, it's, I mean, that's a good part, but Saturday was a was a tad bit different story. Yeah, no, I, I'm to that point where I'm so mad, I wasn't really even mad, you know? It was almost like, especially after the first two losses, you know, you, you're already kind of on, um, you're on the ledge, but you're also kind of becoming more numb. You know, nothing's surprising you with this, this team this year. So I, to, to say I'm like super pissed is... Not really. I, I don't really think is a, um, a fair statement. This is I uncharted think, territory for. But it's as just I'm numb. Yeah, because it is so weird. You know, we haven't seen three consecutive losses since 1997. Um, wow. You know, it's just a weird, weird um, time to be a Sooner fan. I mean, that's really what it comes down. And to. And these aren't just like, especially the last two weeks. But these aren't just losses. These are just ass yeah. whippings, like um, womps. Absolutely. We we are obviously going to talk a lot of college football. We're going to talk some NFL. Uh, there was a lot of great games yesterday that uh, you maybe not have thought they were going to be a, as good, but finished strong with Sunday night football. Uh, of course, we'll get to that. MLB playoffs have started. Exciting stuff. Uh, really good stuff. Got a couple of opinions on um, the new format and everything. See what you guys have to think uh, think about it. And so we'll get to all that, but yeah, let's go ahead and just open it up. Obviously, OU Texas, OU goes and gets absolutely just dominated in every aspect of the game. Forty-nine to zero, first time to be shut out since the '60s um, against Texas. You know, it's just a weird, um, weird game, man. You know, it started off. You knew everything had to go right, right? It you had know, to be the like. Uh, I, if there was anything that is above perfect. That's how it had to go for yeah. OU. You know, they, Dylan Gabriel warmed up with the team before in pads. Everything was good to go. And all of a sudden, there goes, um, you know, right before the game starts, he comes out in shorts. And you're like, okay, so this is Bevel's game, right? So you're like, here's a backup. Uh, we've kind of already seen a little bit of him from the week before. Um, but now he had a full week to practice with the team. They had everybody um Practicing with the ones, trying to get all the quarterbacks, you know, kind of somewhat comfortable, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. It didn't work at all. It's um, the, obviously the most disappointing uh, passing performance I've seen as a uh, as a Sooner fan. Thirty eight uh, yards, thirty eight yards passing you, all day. You know what? It's generous to say that because a couple of the plays were the little touch pass plays. Yeah. So they picked up yards off of that as well. Um, five different. Player, people played quarterback on Saturday to combine for those 38 yards, uh, two turnovers, two interceptions. Um, it was just bad from start to finish, man. And, and 
I mean, the, yeah, and I agree with you, everything you're saying. The odd thing is that you could tell, especially in that first half, the Wildcat stuff they were doing was actually working. Oh yeah, no, nope. what we, they were doing, it had Texas, you know, it had them, you know, on their feet, you know, it had them, you know, it had them kind of confused. Um, and then you know, then of course they do the fake field goal, which I mean, you knew that oh, you had to pull all the stops just to you know really be in the game. Which, by the way, fake field goal works to perfection. Guy gets his block touchdown. I mean, yeah. the guy walks into the end zone. He had there's one man to block, and the guy could not get the block on him, so he barely picks up the first down. But big momentum, you know, swing right there. But you have to finish that drive of points. Yeah. Absolutely have to finish that drive of points. Uh, Sooners failed to do that. Terrible play call there on fourth down. Um, because they gave it right back to Bevel. That was, yeah. That's the one thing. It's just like it, everything else was working, and then you give it back to Bevel, which, I mean, again, that does, just doesn't make any sense to me. I just uh, – uh, um, Anton, were you able to watch any of the game? I didn't watch – I watched just a, a couple, like, highlights, a couple yeah, clips. Some highlights I didn't watch a whole lot of the game. Um I guess for you, my question to you guys is, what is this saying? I think you guys are taking it better because you really didn't have a whole lot of high expectations for OU. You thought they were going to be a solid team, and then if they would have went into this game undefeated, you would have been fucking raging. Oh, yeah. yeah. If they would have went into this undefeated, you would have been raging. But based on the last couple weeks and then, you know, everything you guys said before the season, I think you guys had – Kind of eh, expectations. We had temper expectations. Exactly. Yep. But my question to you is, even though even though there's still going to be – you guys have another year left in the Big 12, is, there, is this a statement saying that Texas may be more prepared to enter the SEC? Like, do, do, you, do you define this game as that, or do you define this game as just – let us get through this season. Let us get some new recruits uh, going next year, and we're going to be a much better team. Like, how do you guys feel about this? Like, going forward, like the last few weeks. So is this? So I guess the saying is this more on OU, or is this more about Texas? Yeah, because I think because I think you say you could make the argument. It's a bit of both. I mean, yeah. Texas has had two you know two years you know with Sark building this roster. He hit the portal well. He found good players in the portal. Um, some that came from Alabama, um, and uh, you know they. I mean, again, Texas. It's you know it's not the out of the. They. I mean, Texas still recruits well. I mean, even in down years, they still recruit well. So I mean, Texas is Texas trajectory. And here's another. This is the one thing that Texas has not had in this game. The last so many years, they haven't had the better quarterback. Right, I can't even remember the last time actually they've had the better quarterback Absolutely. in this game. Many I'm, years, I, you can make they the argument. Really good running back, though. Well, they had that running back the last couple years too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's no, that's right. This is the first year they've had the better quarterback in quite some time, um, and it showed in every yeah. aspect. You know, I mean, obviously, I was I was completely blown away by. Ewers in the first game I saw, first game I watched him play, which was obviously the Alabama game, and I, I just saw like that kid's a stud. He's an absolute superstar, and he like I was scared to, if he was going to come back. This was going to be the week he came back. I thought if we had played card, that would have been a different looking game. Um, not necessarily we win, but just we would have maybe been able to prepare a little bit better because Ewers stretches the field so much better that it would have put us in a, a different position. 
It doesn't matter who was lining up at quarterback for Texas on Saturday, though. We were getting our asses kicked. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it is what it is. So to answer your question, Antoine, I think Texas is more prepared as of right now because, like Sam said, they've had a little bit more time with their uh, you know second-year head coach. Um, they've recruited well. They've gotten um, portal kids well. They, they just find themselves in a better position. They would have beat Bama had they had Ewers. There's, I, I, there's I no doubt. That. I don't know if that says more about Texas. That says more about Alabama. But whatever it is, they would have beaten Alabama. So that's pretty impressive. We we can't beat Kansas State. We can't beat TCU. Clearly can't beat Texas. So I would say, yeah, they're a little bit more prepared. It's not time to hit the panic button yet. I'm close. Don't get me wrong. It, what do you mean, like, panic button as far my, as? As far as are we – moving in the direction that we need to be. I mean, obviously, gotcha. Venables checks the boxes where you're like, of course, right? You know, he's getting these – he's getting defensive guys first. Or, you know, it's his, he has a very complex system uh, that people have always talked about. It, it takes time. It, you know, it's got to build it. it. You know, it's not going to just click um, instantly. It's something that has to build up over time. I just worry that – how bad we're sucking if because not only do we have to reset on off or defense but we had to reset on offense too right Mm -hmm. so it's just a complete 180 of what a football team was last year to what we are this year so i'm just worried that if you suck too much that all of a sudden you lose your recruits you Mm -hmm. lose that momentum of moving towards the sec yeah and you find yourself in a position where it's like crap we we rebooted everything and we didn't get anything done while we we're rebooting. Yeah. And now you're just a completely strict program. That's what I'm worried about. I, I, I'm, but that's when you hit full panic. You know, there's a couple things here I wanted to mention. Lebby, he comes here, has his system, what what it wants to do. I think there's a lot of talent on this team to where there's no reason why that offense should be clicking better than it is. That that is a little bit of concern to me. Um, you know, one thing I want to point out: Ole Miss, they're six and zero. Yeah, um, they're six and zero without their offensive coordinator, without their defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, DJ Durk and the defensive lost, coordinator. Yeah, they at lost a- both, a- and they lost their quarterback, who was everything to them last year, and their star receiver. Yeah, and they're six and zero. Okay, that's a little worrisome. Lebby's always had great offensive minds around him too. When he's uh, had success, you know, from Baylor to um, you know a lot of star power there at Ole Miss. There's always been some type of connection there. Him being here on his own, kind of running things, um, it worries me a little bit. There's a little, a little worry now on offense because that game plan that, that they had Saturday. I'm sorry, I could have, I could have drawn that up. Well, it is, a, it is a, it is a great school. I mean, it play, uh, it is a great school. I mean, game plan. I, yeah, mean, I mean, running, running the Wildcat. I mean, like I said, I, I agree. They did. Some, I thought they did some clever stuff with it. Oh yeah. But at the same time, too, my my thing about Lebby is him as a, devel- a developing quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, because Davis Bevel looked like, honestly, he should have his scholarship taken away. He there to be a D one quarterback. I mean, he couldn't even complete a bubble screen. I mean, there's a there's a lot, and I want to say this too. I think we're going to be very harsh on Bevel no matter what, because us as OU fans have to put our blame somewhere. 
and to have the the backup quarterback. Well, I, I, he, I, was, he was awful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. taking that away. But I, I do believe that it, it's our our expectations at the quarterback position mm-hmm. are so high, and for good reason. I sure, mean, we are quarterback. You. This is what OU has established over the you know the years and what we've become. What we saw Saturday is a disgrace to the university. It, the fact that we don't have a guy who can get out there. Look, Kansas, their quarterback went down. Absolutely went out. Uh, their second string went in there and was throwing dimes. Yeah. Texas Tech, third string quarterback goes in that game, lights up OSU. I mean, like, what are we talking about here? We don't have one guy with all those star receivers. No one can get in there and get that offense going a little bit. I, to me, that's insane. That's I think I think I'm sorry, to cut you up, but I think one one thing I'm nervous about for OU is uh, we're not making a big enough splash. I don't think in, in for NIL. Um, I think if you look at a lot of these athletes, how many play, like, especially going into the SEC? I know you guys said you think the recruiting will improve um, to get some of these players to be able to come in and make a difference when you need them to. But do you feel like they need to do more spending with this NIL situation? Because, and I say that because one, you got a 17, 18 year old kid. They're coming out of they're coming out of high school. You know what they want? They want money. They want attention, and they want girls. And they also want a good location. So that California, Florida, Texas. I just right? don't think when we're talking mm-hmm. right now, I don't think NIL is even. I mean, when it, this team right here, quarterback wise, they're fine going forward as long as they can hold on to him, Jackson Arnold. We're talking about the number five quarterback in the nation. I mean, that's fine. It's but right here, right now. It's developing quarterbacks. It's that, that's, that's the biggest problem, and that's why I mean, look, I have a lot of blame for Davis Bevel because at some point you have to still go in there and make plays. Yeah, and if you can't complete, a, I mean, like a simple bubble screen, um, then I, I just you know get someone else in there. But again, I don't think Levy did a good enough job getting him prepared. No, or I getting agree. any of these guys prepared. I agree. Now, Granted, Bevel came in late, transfer, but at the same time, too, you have to develop these guys to be prepared for this kind of situation. He also it, has to take initiative to want to be prepared for this kind and, of situation. I mean, I, I agree. And, and I agree. So if he be. can go in there and, and if he's going – bro, first off, you're on, you're a backup to OU football. You need to take pride in that, right? Because yeah. your, your goal is to be the starter. Second off, if you're not doing enough film study, if you're not out there working on your craft, you're going to go into situations like that. And look just like that. Well, when Caleb Williams came in, he didn't yeah. even start the game. He came in last year yeah. and, and made a difference. Am I right or wrong? Oh, that's, that's right. right? Yeah. And that's what you guys, even if you don't want to, even if you don't get it to that level, you want to see, you want to see somebody come in and make a difference, keep the offense flowing. Yeah, he did none of that, and no. he had a whole week to know. Hey, I might be starting this game. Right. My, my yeah. big thing with that so, is I, I and I completely agree, but it's like. What is that saying something about the talent of these guys? Because if they they literally were like, how can you not believe that someone's better than Bevel? You've got General Booty, um, who lit up. Um, was it Division? JUCO? JUCO, yeah. yeah. It was it had a lot of success in JUCO. Then you got Nick Evers, who everyone's super high on. Four star uh, coming out of a Texas. Four star, yeah, big big arm, all this stuff. You got those two guys sitting behind. Clearly, you. I'm going to try to give the benefit of the doubt to these coaches that they would have done it 
you know, put one of those guys in if they believed that they gave them a better chance, mm-hmm. and they didn't. They what didn't what does that say? They I didn't mean, prepare them. it seems like we've put all our eggs in the Dylan Gabriel yeah. basket no, and paid zero attention to the rest of the guys. No, that, what that happened, to me is unacceptable. What happened was, what happened was during the week. They were hoping that they would get Gabriel back. I feel like I don't know if Gabriel practiced in some capacity, but I feel like they gave all of the reps to uh, what's his freaking name, the second string Bevel. 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 They gave all of his reps to Bevel, all the first string reps, and then they had Gabriel in there in the mix. They didn't even care about the other guys. They just put all their eggs in one basket, like you said. Well, so they couldn't bring them in because those guys weren't prepared. Well, at some point too, they, they focused strongly them. on. Knowing that they were going to have to run the Wildcat. I was going to say, it got so bad they had to implement the Wildcat this week. So, yeah, not only did they not spend enough time with the other quarterbacks, but they had to go a whole other direction being like, you guys are, none of you guys are good enough, so we have to put our tight end at quarterback to run the the Wildcat. It, it's just a mess, man. And that's what I'm saying. It's just an absolute mess on both sides of the ball. Had Caleb Williams and Lincoln just left and offense was decimated and we didn't have to reset defense and all that, which obviously defense is what we wanted to reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But if, if we'd only had to reset one side of the ball, I don't believe we'd be playing this poorly. I think things would have still not been great, but we went ahead and reset the entire team. Um, you know, Marvin Mims is one of the best players in the country. Had one catch for negative two yards on That's Saturday. Crazy. That's unacceptable. That's he it, he had to have been. I mean, to win that game, he had to be a big part of that game, and we had zero game plan for him. I don't understand it. I don't. Un, I don't get how. I mean, it's so it's so obvious to us that okay, if you if your quarterback Bevel is six six, looks like he has a arm. Are you telling me there's just no plays that we could draw up? For Mims, to, like even crossing routes, things like that, because we set him on go routes all game long. He did one go route, and Bevel threw it six yards out of bounds, and then he threw him a bubble screen, which he basically short just skipped to him. Yeah. That was it. And, I mean, that right there for me, that's when I was starting to say, like, he can't complete a bubble screen. I mean, you look at last week at TCU. Now, TCU's a different story. He just got thrown in there just out of, yeah. you know. And if he got put in, you know, just because – of other situations, but he got thrown in there. But at the same time, too, he's six six. There's a guy in front of him. All he's got to do is do a little sidearm motion to Eric Gray for a a screen, and Eric Gray probably takes it. at least he's getting it down deep in TCU territory, and he couldn't even complete that. I mean, the guy is just again. It just sounds like just bag. And the impression is right. We're looking for someone to kind of bag on, and no, he is the you- quarterback. But at the same time, too, the coaches can. This they didn't prepare him enough, but at the same time, too, you have to go and, and just the easy plays that you can make, you have to make them. If he's a playmaker, if he has that type of DNA, players execute the game plan that coaches give to them, right? Yeah. So, in my mind, if somebody goes out there and they look completely unprepared, that's the coach's fault. And it's awful. Coach Vendables is the head coach of this team. He looks at this shit Every day, probably every minute, right? He probably can't stop looking at video and everything. You sent this team out there looking like that. That's all I'm going to say. He now, sent that team out there looking like that. Look, so His pass is 
getting smaller and smaller because it was like, hey, we all knew this was a this you know Rome's not built in a day. We knew it was going to take time to get players, get the people buying into the system. Everything was going to go. But you're right. He has to be accountable for what's going on out yeah. there. And what I know is, we these three losses in a row have become historic bad losses. Yeah, that's how bad it's it is. Pretty bad. Bro. Okay, so something has to turn around. Look, it's like we can sit there and go, "Oh, I know, we're just rebuilding. We get, we can do some of that." At some point, it's unacceptable. Well, that's why I think you have to one. I think you just have to just go ahead and accept the fact this season is a wash. Yeah, absolutely. You move on. You start giving some of these younger guys on the uh, the you know freshman or anything. I mean, you don't have to play them like more than four games. You can give them. You can still use that four games to get them their looks, but get them some snaps. Get them some confidence going. I'm sorry. There's just no real. I don't. I will take Jaron Kanak freshman like struck yeah, some freshman struggles. I will take I'll take that for his playmaking ability. Oh, unbelievable play! I, I mean, mean, he gets in there and he has ten tackles, forced fumble, all those great things, and then all of a sudden we just don't see him to the fourth quarter the other night. I mean, you just see it the other you see it in that fourth quarter against Texas. I mean, he he does miss a tackle, but then he comes right back and and, and makes another one. I mean, yeah. you just have to accept that you could take this, let them get some confidence going forward, but you have to see what you've got going forward. Absolutely. 2023, you got to start looking at 2023 now as as this is what your main focus is going to be. you got to focus on keeping the recruits. you got to focus on getting guys prepared for next year. This is, the, this is what you have to do. I mean, literally, you know, I, it's, I see three games on their schedule that are winnable for the rest of the season. Um, if you can make a bowl game, that's fine. I, if they if they don't make a bowl, I'm not going to be that mad. But you, if, to get prepared for next season, you got to start now because this season is a wash. Yeah. I think I think I agree with you. I think from from the standpoint you're talking about, as far as like achieving anything, I think this season is a wash. But I also think this second, this this other half of the season may be one of the most important in OU's history because I feel like you can't go back out there looking like this, right? So I f- they have to go out there and they have to turn something around because, like you just said, you don't want them to lose recruits. Yeah. And then on top of that, the transfer por- transfer portal was so hot. You also don't want to lose the people that you have here. So you need to you need to turn something around. You need to create some type of spark. You need to, I don't know, take the team hiking to a mountain and sing Kubaya and come back. Everybody's amped up. You need to figure something out to where you can save the pieces that you want to keep, some of the core pieces with you, recruit better because well, – that's what I'm saying. They need to get these younger guys. This. They need to get – these younger guys are the yeah. focus. These, are, the, these guys that they brought in off this last class, yeah. they should be the focus. That's the guys you cannot lose because those guys are the future. So put them in and see what they look yes, like. Yes, give them a, give them a shot. I mean, I mean, again, what's the? It can't be worse than what these starters, some of these seniors, are doing out there. So you've got to start giving them a shot. I mean, again, this week, you know, Dylan's coming back. I mean, one of the key pieces on this offense is Jaleel Farouk. You have to get just like Marvin Mims. You have to get the ball in his hands. Yep. I mean, I don't care if him and uh, Mims get Mims get 15 targets a game, but are you know a piece between the two of those two. That guy can make plays along with Marvin Mims, and he's got to be the he's got to be the guy that you look at. Hey, this could be our number one next yeah. year, so we've got to make sure that we can keep him around as well. So, I mean, there's that's to me it should be the focus. 
you know, going forward and like I said, along with the recruiting class, um, and just you know, I mean, one you just keep building on the recruiting. Be like, you guys see what's going on here. You guys are what we need. You guys are what's going to help you know take this you know start building this back up, getting back to what we know as a winning cult. You know, the winning culture, winning at a high level. Um, and I, some of these recruits, I don't know how they don't look at, it, but like you know, we could come in day one and play for some serious playing time next yeah. year. That's really what they need to be selling it on, um, getting these players excited about. Yeah, it, it's we stink right now. We're not good, but you continue to buy in. You show up and you practice hard every day, and uh, we'll get the right guys in here with you, and we're going to be successful. I mean, that that's got to be the game plan. But once again, the standards are high here in Oklahoma, right? Going out and getting embarrassed week in a week out. It's. I just. I. I don't know at what point it too. It's too much. I'll tell you right now. You know. We'll, I was gonna jump to this uh, after we talked about a couple of these games, but if OU loses to Kansas on Saturday, I know Kansas has had this whole turnaround and they're playing well and da da da. They could have won the other other night and still been undefeated. Um, put up a hell of a lot better performance than we did against TCU. I'll tell you that. Sure. Um, if they go out and lose to Kansas. I mean, that's another check right there off the box. You know, you lose to Texas, your your season is already kind of... Um, it's a wash. You know, kind of a uh, a blemish on the season, right? Yeah. Any year as yeah. an OU coach, right? You lose to OSU, that's another little check. You lose to Kansas. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that is something that first year or not, it's just a whole nother situation situation that Venables is going to have to deal with. That added pressure, added everything, go, especially going into the next year. That uh, I'm telling you, if if things don't start seeing improvement, it could be a little hotter of a um, under a microscope a little bit more. OU is going to as a program, they're going to want to see this through. There's, not, there's no way he's getting fired season no, one. No, no. I, I don't think fired is the word I'm, I'm wanting to get at. I guess it's just saying you're, you're putting yourself in a position to To where, be, to have these conversations, that, yeah. Where that shouldn't even have been – you know, everyone knew that it was going to take time. Everyone knew, okay, you know, just keep recruiting, all this. It, it's all going to – he's the perfect man for the job, that, you know. And then – well, we've seen this before. You know, Scott Frost just at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the prodigal son returns home. All this stuff. Everything was perfect. And he's fired midseason. You know, so bad they didn't even want him to play against Oklahoma in case he had won because how bad they wanted to get rid of this guy. Yeah. So they gave him extra millions of dollars just to make sure that they didn't have to do that. That was for a guy who is, a, I mean, a prodigal son of the university. Well, Venables is pretty close to that, uh, of how revered he is. Um, I, I don't, like I said, it's not panic time, but it, it, it's getting warm. It's getting warm because we have to see success. You know, we weren't able to close on um, the defensive uh, tackle the other night to wrap up what could have been a number two class. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it, it's, 
I mean, to push to be in that class. Yeah. I mean, they're still, I mean, they still got guys, that, and this is actually, and this is another thing that they need for this weekend. This has actually been, this is set up to be a pretty big recruiting weekend. Yeah. Now, of um, course, it changes when they, it makes it a little bit tougher. It's an 11 a.m. game now, but, um, you know, they just, again, I mean, one thing I know, and obviously we've had we, the last few weeks, we've started, uh, you know, We've talked about him with his struggles that he's had, but Dylan Gabriel is coming back, so the offense is not going to look like it did last week. No, um, and uh, you know, I just th- I think, and again, it it's just the weird thing is that the odd thing is is that the offense is obviously when he's in there, they're not exactly they're not they're, they still then become they're not the biggest problem, right? Um, and they actually, I mean, you look at playmakers that that's the side of the ball that has. The most well, hell, if we can get out, if you can get out there and give us twenty eight, thirty five points, I think as of what we've just seen recently, we'll take that. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, obviously, it's not just the offense. Defense is so poor right now. I can't even like. I can't. It doesn't. All I hear is how complex the defense is, guys. We can't cover like basic ass like defensive things. Like no one knows how either to play a zone. No one knows how to play the man. No one knows what man to to get. I mean, it the the confusion levels, uh, that the poor tackling. I mean, the the no pressure, the non-existent pressure. Yeah, the non That's the um, that's the biggest thing. There's just been one thing after another, man. Uh, what these linebackers are absolutely just coming in. Um, <laughs> they're coming. They're coming in too high. They're coming into like they're they're forcing themselves into blocks. And so, where one lineman's now picking up two guys, and where instead of waiting for the hole to open, and or sticking to their hole to make sure that you know that they've got the the hole plugged, those kind of things are are not happening, and I, they just continue to look poor. Granted, both safeties are out, right? That hurt. I thought I will say this because I didn't know this. Um, I did think the def- the one thing that I will say they did try is they did move Woody Washington's safety to uh, yeah. start the game, which I thought is actually a pretty good move. That was okay. But, you can't tackle worth a damn, but that's a whole other thing. Um, it, they, they, they're trying different things. They just stink. It's really what it is. They stink as yeah, a Yeah, they're not man. good. Yeah, It's not good. I don't know how you fix that right now, but you got to do something. you got to put a Band-Aid on this whole situation until you can get through the year. Find a way to make some type of defense. If you have to scale it back because these guys are too dumb to play your defense, mm-hmm. then you that's what you have to do. You have to you have to be willing to look yourself in the mirror and understand what what you have in front of you and find a way to play with what you have. Because if our players aren't good enough to run this system, then they're not good enough. You can't pull make a guy into like well you can't turn a guy who's too like high two hundreds to low three hundreds into a three sixty nose guard that you need to run right. a three man front. I mean, big, oh, that was another thing, man. I, I all we heard about all off season is how much stronger these guys were, and uh, everyone's looking big and da 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 and all that. Which there's a few guys noticeably you can see a difference. But did you see how much bigger Texas looked on Saturday? Oh yeah, that I was, mean, it was unbelievable. It, it was unbelievable. I was like, what is going on? I mean, they looked like SEC. And we looked like Big Twelve. I mean, yeah. that's that's what it is. I mean, well, along the, along the the again along where OU has to improve that, which is along the offensive line and the defensive line. 
that's where the that's where you can see the notice very the most noticeable difference between them. Got to win the trenches. And I mean that's the biggest key. And of course in the in the SEC that's where games are won and lost. Absolutely. Um, but you know it's just it's, you know it's just and oddly enough this is a weird thing to say. It's just that OU just hasn't done these the TCU game. The TCU game was over really quick. I mean that this Texas game is just you know they're just times when you got to make when you got momentum possibly and you have to capitalize and they just don't do it they they've got to against Kansas yeah. if they get the opportunities to make you know have momentous plays they've got to take advantage of them and on but that's on both sides. if the defense gets a stop the offense has got to go score yep like the are you know if the defense gets a turnover got to go make a play you know that's if, another thing man if the I offense if offense goes to... score then you got to go you got to go back out and stop them again yeah yeah i think you guys are used to um Back to what Preston said about you guys having to reset both. You guys are used to being the defense being kind of shitty, but you guys having an offense that can match anybody's offense. Right. Right? Yeah. So I agree with you guys. I think they have to force the ball to Mims, right, with Gabriel coming back. Force it to your best player. I don't care how you give him the ball. I don't care if you have him doing uh, – well, I think that's one Whatever. thing you could say about with Gabriel in there is that that's he knows who his number one is, yeah. and he's going to force it. No, At the same time, too, they've got to get it to Farouk as well. Yeah, they've got to make yeah. there's, to play there's talent on this freaking roster, man. That's what's so fresh. Where's Weiss? I don't I don't know what's going on with I don't know what's going on with the, the receiver with the Weiss. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see him. I saw him on the sidelines most of Saturday. I don't know what the deal with that was. Is um, I read something online that you know sat that game against TCU. It might be one of those things that he kind of he might have gave up early. Yeah, and so, but I don't know. I mean, I have no idea where he's at. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to play a big part in a you know he gets his time and he's going to play a big part. But man, let's come up with start one. Let's take let's hold on to some of those Wildcat plays. That's stuff that they could use yeah. in, in the future. I was glad to see. I love Drake Stoops. I was tired of seeing him get all these jet sweeps. When they started giving it to Farouk, letting him use that speed, that's what they need to be doing. Yep. They need to be doing that with Mims as well. But, you know, you gotta start you gotta start getting it to your best players. You gotta start, you know, you just start making plays. I mean, if it is a thing where they have to slow down tempo on offense, you know, to, you know, make you know, if that leads to, you know, they start instead of like four play drives, you start putting in eight to nine play drives, I'm fine with that. As long as it ends up in points, gives the defense rest, I'm good with that. Run the ball. I mean run the ball I mean run the ball for that sure. That doesn't hurt either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because they've got they've got a good stable of running backs that they can use. Yep. Yeah. So I mean Saturday's gonna be interesting. Saturday's gonna be very interesting. I mean, you know, you get the eleven AM kickoff, you're coming off Three straight losses, two embarrassing losses. I mean, it's good a time to see where you know where this team's you know mentality and you know the, where their hearts at. Yep. Yeah, no, I want to see them with the, the. They have nothing to lose at this point. Yep. Just go out. Oh, there and absolutely! Play You're playing with house money now. Uh, really? Yeah. Just go out there um, and play football, man. Okay, let's go ahead and move on real quick. Let's jump through a few of these other games that happened over the weekend because I do want to hit a couple of the previews. For this week, uh, sure. for the upcoming weekend, because there are so many good games. So, real quick, let's just hit a few of the, the um, uh, big games that happen. Obviously, Tennessee LSU. Um, you know, LS, at LSU. You know, they they had been playing better, found themselves back in the top ten after 
uh, losing week one. Um, ran into a Tennessee team. That could be for real, man. They're playing pretty well. Um, obviously, they've got Bama this weekend. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of putting Bama maybe on upset alert. Um, I'm not sure if I'm quite there yet. We can really? preview that in I, a second. I, I, actually, I might be there, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why in a second. If Bryce Young is back, then, I mean, did it obviously makes it more interesting for uh, for, um, for Alabama. Yeah. I mean, um, Sean still has don't get me wrong. To knock off. I think Jalen Moreau has actually played not bad, but he he's the ultimate, like, Saturday, he was the ultimate, like, roller coaster ride. He would make a great play, and, and just you have one that's like the Oz up here, and then he would do something pretty dumb, and then the Oz are like down here. If they're running with Jalen Moreau out there against Tennessee, I mean, I don't know. I I think it would be very interesting. That gets things a little bit more interesting, and the fact that this this Alabama team continues to do things that are so uncharacteristic. Yep. Um, you know, I, I watched that Alabama A and M game. Um, on Saturday, and I mean, A and M was a player two away from winning that ball game. Oh yeah, um, terrible play call there at the end. No idea what they're doing there. I think everyone in the freaking uh, who watches college football uh, had a, an opinion about that on Saturday night because everyone was chiming in on Twitter talking about it how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I mean, Bama is just turning the ball over, making bad penalties, all sorts of things that you don't really see from a Nick Saban team. Four turnovers, I mean, that's um, not going to help either. No. Um, that's why I give Tennessee a, an opportunity there. Problem was, let me tell you why I think Alabama might go ahead and just blow out Tennessee on Saturday, and that's because they're finding themselves in that territory. They just got bumped to number three in the polls. This is where... Freaking Saban gets his motivation, and all of a sudden his team can go out there and play, you know, Alabama football. Um, I hope it's a good game. I, I really do. I, I think this is the best opportunity Tennessee's had in a long time. I think the crowd is going to be um, absolutely oh, it's going to be insane. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be crazy. Um, so hopefully they can help, you know, wield their team. Uh, but. I'm telling you, I'd watch out. That's a game I thought about betting on, but I'm I'm kind of staying away there because uh, I just I can't see Alabama continue to struggle this bad. I feel like they're gonna put it all together. Obviously, if Bryce Young does come back, um, I feel a bit more comfortable about Bama. They will be in a better position. It'll be more comfortable. And um, but hey, Alabama doesn't play well on the road either, so that there is something they've to shown that, as that well. for sure. So, and it's going to be like I was saying, Bryce Young also has some cobwebs he has to knock off. I mean, I'm not yeah. expecting a huge drop off, but to be in Tennessee, it's going to be uh, hundred plus thousand people. Loud, yeah, dude. it's going to be so loud. For I mean, him to, for that to be his comeback game, for this to be his, expect some issues. Yeah, I will say that if going into the the game plan, if with that you think about that, you think about Jalen Monroe. I think your your number one game move is to lean on Jameer Gibbs. This guy has been playing unbelievable football this season. I think he's the guy you lean on early, especially if Bryce Jones comes back. You know, let him knock off some rust, but lean on Gibbs early, and then you start let you start opening it up a little bit more for Young. But I mean, it's going to be interesting. I I'm not yeah I. I, I'm not against picking Tennessee in that game. 
I, I think like they that. look. I'm right there with you. I think wrong. now I they, they get if they get Cedric Tillman back, that'll be a big help. But Hendon Hooker, I mean, this dude is playing he's out. unbelievable right now. I mean, he's got this offense humming. Um, I think the biggest surprise for me is Tennessee's defense looks like it's made some improvements. Yep. I mean, it's playing better. Um, good enough to where it can make enough stops for the offense to go and score. I saw that they lost a starter on defense. Um, what a felony. is what. There it is right there, yep. Yeah. Uh, Punched rest- a man at Knoxville apartment. Yep, and uh, rested on a felony charge. I I don't know exactly how that's um, affecting his game time or his play on Saturday, if he's playing or how that's going to go out. I'm mean, going to imagine he's suspended, but he's a four-year starter. Yeah. Um, that could really affect their defense. So I, I did make note of that. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a good game, man. I'm, I'm super excited. Now that <laughs> I, I'm trying to get myself back into college football because of, you know, With, obviously OU knocking me down. That does t- – college football does take a little bit of a hit. Yeah, but. it took a, a little bit of a hit for me where, you know, it knocked the wind out of my sails. I'm trying to get back into it because this games like this is exactly why college football is so great. So super excited to see that. Um, T- do you have something else you want to add? I was to, I was just no, I was just looking at the other game. No, I, I mean I'm excited for that game. I was looking at the other games real quick. I mean, obviously, how far? I mean, Arkansas. Uh, well, okay, I did have to mention that uh, Jefferson didn't play. I, I did not know that before the game started. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of chatting it with uh, a buddy, and he said he had picked uh, Mississippi State, and I was like, oh, really? I was like, I, I still really like um, Arkansas. But yeah, unfortunately missed the last game with the head injury. Mississippi State's pretty damn um, good, too. and yeah, they're playing really good football too. So it's just a very disappointing because I think a lot of people had high, high expectations on Arkansas this year. Uh, but when you don't have your, your your starter, I mean that that make that makes things really tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Just ask OU. I, so, yeah. Um, real quick, obviously game day was TCU Arkansas. Yeah, TCU Kansas Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, great game. Great game day. Perform, or performance up. I, all the fans really showed out. Lawrence is it, such a fun place. Lawrence was awesome. Yeah, it was very cool to see. I wish they had made that at least a 2.30 game. I don't think it's very fair they made it at 11 o'clock. No. Uh, I guess they're thinking if Kansas had won, Lawrence might have burned to the ground had it been later. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I don't know. But, anyway, Kansas continues to improve um, and look like a good football team. Obviously, a little wor- a little worrisome for Saturday for the Sooners, um, but they will be without their starting quarterback. Um, had he stayed in this game, uh, they could have pulled it out. I think they could have. I thought they played TCU incredibly tough. Um, you know, I think it's now a time where we got really start taking TCU. I mean, beat, it's now become a thing where beating up on OU doesn't really say much. Um, but uh, then going on the road to a Hot, a pretty hostile place in Lawrence, um, and going out and pulling out that victory. I mean, I think it's time to start taking TCU pretty, pretty seriously. And they've got another big one up this weekend uh, playing the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a great game. Nope, I'm excited to see that one. Yep. Uh, but no, I thought it was a great performance by TCU. I thought Kansas fought their asses off, um, especially the backup quarterback Jason Bean. I thought he came in and played really well um, with Jalen Daniels going down, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, with him probably going to end up being the starter uh, Saturday in Norman, it's going to be an interesting thing to see for Kansas. But I thought it was just a really fun game. Um, two programs that are, you know, obviously it looks like they're heading in the right direction. 
Um, obviously, Kansas has you know we'll see what happens in the off season with their uh, uh, with their st- um, with their head coach or their yeah their head coach. But I don't know. It's going to be uh, something to see, man. But a uh, great game. Yep. Um, you know, you mentioned OSU. Uh, obviously, they uh, they got Texas Tech at home. They take care of business. Uh, Spencer Sanders not great in this game. A little disappointing, I think, um, from a guy who's you know the the captain of your football team. I think he's got to be better than this because there are going to be some tough games ahead of them. I think it was maybe a little bit of a um, oh hangover from your last big win against Baylor. Sure, I think that was the kind of the game they had on their on their list of like we win this game, boy, you know we're we're heading in the right direction. But you look at what they got going forward. I mean, you know, at TCU. Then they got Texas at home, mm-hmm. at Kansas State, at Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that's a tough stretch there. Um, I, I I think if they get out and play, I mean, it's, you know, TCU's favored in this game, three and a half points at home. I, I do like the Cowboys in this. Um, I, I I think that they will respond. They've shown that they're a good football team. Yeah. Um, struggling a little bit on defense, but that was to be expected after They're, losing as much as they did last year. Their secondary is just really – I mean, if, if that front line, which I do think their front seven is pretty damn good, yeah. but if they can't get to the quarterback or he has enough time to make a play, that secondary is struggling Exactly. Right now. That's what I was going to say. So if they can find a way to get to the quarterback, continue to force pressure, force turnovers, I think they'll be fine. Um, but if, if – tech. TCU is able to sit back and kind of do what they want. It could be a long day too. So, yeah, it's going uh, to be like a very high-scoring game in this. I can see another thing. Like, I mean, I can see something just like what happened in Stillwater on Saturday. I mean, maybe more of a forty-one thirty-eight type game. Yeah, but I, you know, until they, until someone knocks them off, I like OSU in the game. Um, I do agree. Spencer Sanders is going to have to play better, especially in this stretch. He has to know he's going to have to play better. Uh, but I like I like OSU until someone knocks them off. Um, and, uh, you know, beats them. I, I like them in this game. I feel like uh, I'm going with OSU. Um, and, and going with the Spencer Sanders comment, sometimes I feel like he could take his foot off the gas, as we saw, saw last week. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you guys. As long as he can, can stay focused and, and get in his head that he needs to be the guy, mm-hmm. they need him to be the guy, then uh, OSU. Yep. I think it says something that they could score 41 and him not have a great game. Exactly. And that's that's pretty impre- that's impressive to yeah. me. Absolutely. Um, but they will but this stretch they will need the, you know, the Spencer Sanders has been playing most of the season. Yeah. He's been baller so. It's nice to see that there is actually another team in the uh the, the Pac-12. You know, obviously you and I've been really big on Utah, but a team I did like to uh, that I mentioned in the beginning of the year um, before the season started that I liked was UCLA. Yep, and uh, they're showing out, man. They yeah. are. They put a beating down on um, Utah. I know it was only a ten point um, win, but they were able to do what they wanted offensively, especially in the run game. Uh, run game absolutely torched Utah. Uh, yeah, freaking um, running back had a hundred ninety. Yeah, Zach yards. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 198 yards rushing. I mean, very strong game there. Quarterback looked really good. Um, I mean, Thompson yeah, DTR is, yeah, is playing yep. some high level football right now. I mean, you know, we give we give them shit because of who coaches them. But it's, I mean, this is a, just a fact. I mean, UCLA might be the best team in LA. It could be. I uh, I just think they're playing at a high level, and we'll probably talk about USC here in a minute. But um, 
I, I mean, that, that was a very impressive win. Beating I, I, what I still think is a good Utah team. Yeah. I mean, the problem is is that, you know, when you if you turn the ball over, especially with a team that's, that can capitalize, that's going to be some backbreakers. And you got two turnovers. They had a key fumble, like, deep in uh, their own territory. You can't do that stuff, man. Yep. Um, but that being said, uh, they're not going to be favored in this game this weekend. I am picking Utah upset special over USC uh, in Utah. I think the crowd will be nuts. Um, I think they'll they'll be ready for that game. Yeah, let's go ahead and just start our preview real quick with that because yeah, Utah is a three and a half point favorite. So it's, it's a night game. Um, USC has been they've been impressive so far uh, on both sides of the ball. Unfortunately, forcing turnovers on defense and finding a way to get it done on offense. Did you say unfortunately? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Uh, but this is where Damn. they're going to fi- face a physical football team, and we'll see what that looks like if USC is able to get in there and still do what they do, or if that physical you know um, presence on both offense and defense is going to be too much for USC. Um, I mean, I, I'd be a um, – I don't want to go back on anything I've said, so I have to take Utah on this. <laughs> um, I do believe that this is where you see that offense and, um, you know, take a take a hit, take a step backwards. I think in time Lincoln will be able to maybe fix some of that. But first year and everything, I just I think it's gonna be too much. I like Utah. Well, let's 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 talk about something real quick with this mainly this offense. I think um, the offense right now, especially these last three games, I think they're getting carried by the run game. I do not particularly. I do not think Caleb's been playing particularly well these last three games. I mean, this game against you know Saturday against Wazoo, fifteen for twenty nine, one eighty eight, and two touchdowns. I mean, he only had thirty four yards on the ground. I mean. Not particularly great. Mm-hmm. It was only 6.5 yards per pass. I mean, it sounds like they were probably taking away a lot of the deep shots um, from USC and keeping everything in front of them. But then, you know, you go back, I mean, Arizona State, um, you know, he was good that. I mean, 27 37, 348. I mean, that's three touches. That's good. But then you got the Oregon State game before that, where I thought he was actually abysmal. He did make the big throw. So I think, obviously, for them, I think he's got to have a pretty huge game yeah um with whether it's the mix on the ground or then through the air i don't think the run game is going to be able to carry them uh against a team like utah i think they're going to have to you know make some big plays to the air i think he's gonna have to have a good game throwing it which yeah. i have i have high expectations of caleb williams i mean so that's why i think it's been uncharacteristic him uh playing so bad but i think for them that obviously to win, I mean, it, as, it's, you know, it's you know, it's easy to say this, but I mean, Caleb's gonna have to have a huge game. Yeah, if they try to wait to the last possession for the for them to try to make some big plays, they're gonna get blown out. I, I agree. Uh, I he, think he's got to play a four quarter game against Utah. Yeah, I agree, and I think I mean, obviously, the defense will have to keep they have to keep the turnovers. Uh, you know, keep making turnovers because I mean, the defense is still giving up a ton of yards. They're, I mean, the good thing is it sounds like it's been more of a bend but don't break. Yeah. That with those turnovers, so they're gonna have to keep that going. Um. I don't know, man. I just think Utah is the, they're going to be the more physical team. I think they're going to be ready to play this game. I'm not saying they look past UCLA in any way, but I think this is a game they probably had circled on their schedule. Um, and I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to end up winning the game. I like it. 
But I do want to go back picking, to something. You said you're picking Utah. Over yeah. Right. Okay. I do want to go back to this. I think there are a lot more better teams in the Pac-12 than I expected. Um, I think Oregon is now – I think they're starting to find their stride. I think they're playing really well. Obviously, USC's playing well. Um, Utah, I still think, is a good team, and UCLA's playing at a pretty high level. Um, Washington, they lost Arizona State. They've taken a setback, um, but they've had some pretty high moments this season. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12 has been a little bit better than I expected this season. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I like your Utah pick. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to go USC. That's fair. Uh, Looking at Caleb, Caleb hasn't I, – I know you don't think he's been playing Caleb football. Yeah. But he hasn't been bad, right? My only concern is who he's who he's actually played good against. Um, Obviously, going into – I think the week before last, he played Arizona State going into that situation with the whole Herm Edwards thing and everything like that. He had 348 yards passing. He played, he played good in that one. Right, he had a good game. The Last week, he played like trash. He's always, but if Oregon you still look at the terrible. way he's playing, he's, he's been managing the game yeah. right correctly. I think if they go into Utah, Utah's obviously going to be tough. They're going to be a little more rugged. They need to run the ball. They need to oh, yeah. die the ball, run him the ball, or run the ball with him, and then let Caleb and then open up their pass game from there. Yeah. Uh, I agree Caleb does have to make big plays, but I think they need to – just force the ball down Utah's throat. I think they need to tire Utah's defense out, and I think they need to. I think that'll open up the pass games for and be, let Caleb be able to make those big plays. Yeah. No. So, I, the reason why I said this about Caleb is because for me, with his talent, I put him in that same almost tier with guys like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. No, no. Oh, yeah. I, I and so I hear what you're saying. Tim playing. He like I said the, uh, the Oregon State game. You know, Oregon State again. That's another little scrappy good yeah. team. Yeah. And Wazoo's not bad. It's just like, and I agree with you there. You look at those three teams, the two teams that were that do kind of have a pulse. He did not play particularly he well against well. No. Arizona State. I mean, granted, they just got off a win against Washington, but they obviously they're in a lot of turmoil. He right. didn't play well, but he also didn't make a lot of mistakes. Right, Caleb well, has one inter- interception this entire he's year. He's taking care of the ball so, in that sense for yeah. sure. Yeah. I do agree so with that. that being he's taking like, a step in that aspect. If for they, sure. I think they figured. I think USC has figured out. Okay, if they're stopping Caleb. Then we're going to do something else. They're good at adapting. Well, that's I mean, that's, that's what I've seen so far. That's so, good, and that's I mean that's the offensive side. Yeah. You know, that's off un- for Lincoln. I mean, that's <laughs> we can do. And I mean, it is what it is. But um, unfortunately, they have a game plan, right? Yeah, I think for I I just think <laughs> for this game against Utah, I think he's going to have. I think he needs to have a game like he did against Arizona State. No, yeah. for sure, for sure. All right, let's let's jump through a few more of these. Okay. Um, all right, Penn State, Michigan. Uh, time to find out if Penn State's for real or not. We I think you can say this about both of them. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to say we kind of know where Michigan's at, just being as far as they are. Um, they're that sneaky team that's like probably going to get into the playoffs if they well. Finish the, or they're going no, they're going to go undefeated and then they're going to get their asses kicked by Ohio State. That's what I'm expecting for Michigan. Penn State, on the other hand, has been sneaky good to where they're like, okay, it's time to find out if they're for real or not. Yeah. Because they've looked they've looked solid, uh, des- I believe, deservingly of the, the top ten spot. Deserving of the mm-hmm. top ten spot. Um, this will be a good game. Uh, unfortunately, it's at 11. Um, I'll have to be watching OU getting their ass kicked by Kansas at that time. Uh, 
So, uh, but I will be switching back and forth with that because I, I do want to see what Penn State looks like. Yeah, I um, I I'm almost, I will say again because obviously I we know Preston's not the biggest Big Ten fan. Um, I don't know, man. JJ McCarthy looks like an upgrade over Cade McNamara. Mm-hmm. I was the defense for me was going to be the one where I look at and be like, you know, with the loser defense coordinator, you know. The last lot, I just the defense was gonna. I thought take a, ma- a pretty big step back, and they've been. I think that the defense has been pretty damn good so far. Now, granted, again, they're not facing like the highest, you know, you know, quality of offenses in the Big Ten, but they're doing exactly what you do with who you have to face. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Again, I I t- I agree. I think. Well, I think. After last year, I just think Ohio State's or just going to be amped up for that game, being in the shoe. So, well, God, those Arizona State uniforms are ugly. Yeah, they've. Yeah, I was just looking like. <laughs> but that being said, I the difference for me here is going to be quarterback. I I just do not buy Sean Clifford. I just think he's. I mean, he's been there forever, Fair. but at the same time, too, it's just like he he absolutely is what he is. I think McCarthy will make enough plays against Penn State's defense. I think Brent Corum, the running back, has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll make a few plays, um, and then I think and I think Michigan's going to pull out a close one. I like it. Uh, let's talk real quick. Clemson, Florida State. This is kind of an interesting game. Uh, at Florida State, people are getting pretty excited about um, this being an, a night game, an ABC game. I I don't know, man. There's a lot of talk. A lot of people liking Florida State in this game. What do you guys think? I think Florida State's played two ranked teams and. They're not getting blown up, but they've lost. I mean, they've they faced better talent, so and I think Clemson right now, I'm I'm starting to get on your side, I'm starting to buy in on Clemson. Mm-hmm. I think Clemson is gonna come in and I think they're gonna do what the better team should do and win. Again, I don't I'm not I'm not calling for a blowout. I mean a ten point game, you know, maybe a ten, you know, thirteen point game from Clemson in a win. I think Florida State is on the way up. But I think uh I think Clemson is going to go in and probably will be a fired up crowd, but I think they're going to go in and win that game. I'm taking Clemson. I think Clemson is going to, uh, I think they've just been a better team all year. I think Florida State is definitely going to give them a challenge. Uh, they're, they're, like Philly said, they have a lot of talent on their team and they're going to come in there and give Florida State or Clemson everything they have. Did I say that backwards? Florida State has a lot of talent on their team, and they're going to give Clemson everything they have. But I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking Clemson. Okay. Well, let's just finish it up with. Uh, oh, well, I'm taking Clemson as well. I, I liked what Sam said. I, I think it's close early, and then uh, Clemson eventually pulls it away. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama Tennessee. Let's go ahead and just finish up. We already kind of briefly talked about it, but I wanted to see who's going to put their uh, money where their mouth's at here. I'll do because it. I'm take. I'm going to take Tennessee. I just think there's been you look at some of these games I mean even that Arkansas game KJ Jefferson was healthy yep. that game was close mm-hmm. I mean granted Bryce Young went out mm-hmm. um, but I don't know man it's just on the road at Texas they didn't play well they didn't play well in Arkansas for the most part they ended up pulling away I I just think this is and I think Tennessee also knows what they have uh, after Alabama Um so uh, yeah, let's run through that work. We talk about a gauntlet of OSU. Get ready for Tennessee because you have Alabama this week. 
Then you have UT Martin, which is a nice little you know sleeper game. Then you get Kentucky at home. Then you go on the road to Georgia, and then you've got uh, you got Missouri, South Carolina, and then Vanderbilt. I mean, South Carolina's four and two. They've got their issues, but they're four and two. Missouri, I mean, they gave Georgia everything they could handle. So, but I mean, that run right, th- this run right here of Bama, at the UT Martin game, whatever. Then Kentucky and Georgia. This is where, yeah, you find out how for real Tennessee is. Yep. And I think for at least this game, I think Saturday night we'll find out that this team is pretty for real. I think they're going to upset Alabama. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 35-32, Tennessee. I like it. Wow. What do you think, big man? I'm going Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Tennessee. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I feel like Alabama. I'm going Tennessee because I feel like Tennessee is going to come in there with more passion. Right? They're playing at home. They're playing Bama at home. They know that they're good. They mm-hmm. have confidence. I think Tennessee is going to come in and hit Alabama in the mouth hard. Bryce Young, yes. Even if Bryce Young plays, I still think he's going to have issues. He's going to have issues with the crowds. He's going to have issues hearing the plays or seeing the plays. Um, and, he's, and he's going to be a little rusty, right? So they're going to try to go to the run game a lot. I think Tennessee's kind of a complete team, man. I know they have – there's some things they can work on. Any Every team can work on something, right? But I'm going Tennessee, man. I will say, you, and I'll give you a score. I'm going to say 32. I'm going to say 32, 20, 32, 28. I say the, th- and I'm saying 35-32. Even if Bryce Young plays, um, I just think that they're going to make. It's going to be weird. It's just because they play on the road. It's going to be nuts. This will be one of the more hostile environments. I think that Bryce Young will play in. Oh, 100 percent. Um, I just think that I and I agree. Go off that. That I think that the the Tennessee feels like this is their moment that they can say we've arrived, and I, and the the game is going to be made in the first like few plays. Seeing how even if they don't score a touchdown, just seeing how Tennessee execute plays, uh, not plays but the first few drives is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Seeing how they execute plays and how they're attacking Alabama, those first few drives is going to tell me what I need to know as far sure. as how the game's going to go. So. Uh, hopefully they come out with that same confidence that they had all year, knowing that they're a really good team. But we'll see, man. All right. I don't know what you're going to say, uh, Preston, so go ahead and give it to us. <clears throat> Roll damn tide. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you guys are right. I, I would love to see Tennessee pulled off. Uh, Josh Heupel, what he's doing there has been fantastic. Uh, I believe in – where they're where where he's taking that program, this would be their first big moment to show that they have arrived. I think it's just too much. I think Saban gets uh, gets his team right. They play a really good game. Um, they win this game forty one twenty four. So forty one twenty four. Are you saying this as that Bryce Young is back? I, I, he's back. Yeah. Okay. I'm playing. I'm playing on him being back. If he's not there. I, it does take a little bit of a a, a step back, 
Um, but I still believe Alabama gets the job done. So even without Bryce Young, yeah. Okay. Can we better? Uh, it's been a while since we better chug. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Chug on yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Chug? yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't know, Philly, last time we bet we teamed up against Preston, we end up chucking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump to the NFL. Um, I am excited, really excited wait, about this week. Wait, you guys give me now. your uh, – <laughs> wait, don't, don't leave. Hold on. I got to ask you my question first. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, give me your uh, – the team that upset you the most this week and then the team – We already know upset. that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, oh, you. Okay, okay. So give me give me your upset for next week. For this upcoming weekend, I'm I'm taking Utah over USC. That's your upset. Well, I mean it's no. tough. I just I just went on a just went on a real and Utah a- tangent. Uh, Utah's favorite in that, so technically okay. So obviously, yeah, it is Tennessee over Bama. Okay, go ahead, Preston. Uh, I know that was to say you guys got it already. Yeah, you right, there. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, man, well, okay, well, I, once again, I don't think it's a really that big of an upset. I mean, it's but uh, OSU over TCU. That's it. That's a good um, one. Yeah, I, I think OSU is the better team. I'm not. I'm not, not. I'm is not that an upset. Well, uh, TCU's favored yeah. three and a half. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I I think that's going to be just too much there. I know it's not. There's nothing really sexy. One game I, I had just kind of listed here. Um, unfortunately, Iowa State has been disappointing though. Um, On the offensive side ball, their defense has been pretty damn good this season. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Is Ohio State playing? Um, no, they're on a buy. You're on a buy, yeah. Um, is was Iowa State Texas? Maybe that game's a little closer. Um, hangover for Texas. I mean, you just destroyed your rival. Um, you know, get your quarterback back, and he, you know, he's feeling good and everything. Uh, like you said, Iowa State's defense is is solid. Um, can they put it together and give Texas some hell? Um, I think so. Um, will it be enough? I don't know. I don't believe in Iowa State's offense enough. No, that that Decker's um, kid. I mean, but Texas. I don't know. I could see this being a. Um, is it in Austin? Yeah, it's in Austin. Okay. I could see this being a little bit of trouble though for him. So. By the way, when was the last time Syracuse was ranked? It was. Uh, was Did Donovan McNabb go to Syracuse? They've actually been ranked yeah, after, after say, that. They, they do stuff like this like every every few years, where like about this time of year. They'll be like four and zero, five and zero, and they find themselves in the top twenty-five, and, and then, then they, they lose, lose, and then it's all of a sudden downhill from there. Oh, that's right. an interesting game for them because I still State. think NC State's pretty good. I do too. Um, if they beat NC State, then I mean that's when you look at They're Syracuse, be huh? like, okay, this is this team is a uh, you know this is a team that's you know ready to go. They're, they're yeah. ready to make their mark on twenty twenty-two, but. I mean, I guess I think NC our Syracuse is a three and a half point favorite. I would probably take NC State in that game. By the way, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Illini football. They're also in the top twenty-five right now. Too. Good for them, man. How about that? They probably beat OU right now. <laughs> did they? Did they? So ju- they would probably beat OU right now. <laughs> I think they just won a. Uh, I think this past weekend they just won a barn burner over. Are they going to have to play Ohio State? No, but they won a barn burner over. <laughs> Preston's favorite uh, Big Ten team, Iowa, mm. nine to six. Shocker! <laughs> oh my gosh! I just hate Iowa so much. You just even putting that saying that just makes me hate them even more. You want to talk about real quick? I'm looking. I'm, oh, I mean, obviously Ohio is. State. You want to talk about a team that's just really falling off? Is Michigan State? Jeez! I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, not good. I mean, somebody got and he and it's been bad since last year. So well, now signed a contract. 
Since he signed that contract, since he got paid, shit. I mean, big step backwards. Yeah, big step. Uh, only thing I want to mention about the first NFL game is uh, the Colts are awful, and they're just but a little bit better than the Broncos because that was awful. Good God. We don't need to say anything else about that game. It was terrible. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just get to the big game. Yeah, let's get that game. That game was uh, tough to watch. London Giants Packers, uh, very good game. Um, Giants. Might uh, be for real. I was super impressed Jeez. with the Giants. Uh, they're doing just enough offensively to um, to make the other team think that Barkley's not going to run every play, and that's helping you know the offense flow. Um, the Packers just blew this game. I mean, that's really what it blew, came down to. Just two awful plays on third and two, fourth and two, um, trying these little short passes when they'd been running the football well all game. And That's like a Packers went, MO, And they though. just went away from it. It's I think the Packers are starting to realize that even if you have Aaron Rodgers, you still can't win without a playmaker that he's going to. I just don't think they, they let the one playmaker on that team get the ball enough. Yeah. And Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones needs the ball more. A.J. Dillon like, needs the ball more. running back. Right? Yeah. I'm talking about who Aaron Rodgers is throwing to downfield right. most of the time. They don't have any playmakers. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's kind of all over the place because, yeah, you, you don't know who. Randall you know, Cobb, Cobb, I was say, Cobb showed up. He played really well. Lazard uh, had the touchdown. He looked okay. You know, yes. Do I, do, no, I, I agree, but I don't even think they have. If they run the football like they should, I don't even know if they have that, to have that's it. That's never going to be in that, off, that offense when you have Aaron Rodgers. And that's an adjustment that you – run dominant offense right. ever when you have Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they need to get some MVP. You're not thinking run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I just wish they would do some creative plays with Aaron Jones in the passing game. I agree. You could use both him and AJ Dillon on the field at the same time. Yeah, you really could. And I mean, I just don't know why they haven't done that because I mean, Aaron Jones is clearly out of the receivers and himself. He is the bit the best playmaker they have. Yeah. Well, Aaron, and they just don't use him enough at all. Rogers wanted his voice heard. I mean, that's one of his complaints he had last year. So he needs to say something. He needs to assess that and be like, "Hey, let's 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 do this. Let's put this in play." I'll say this, right? Because you could put uh, uh, Dylan mm-hmm. in the uh, fullback, yeah, in the fullback spot, and then have Aaron Jones out there. Now you really don't know who's getting the ball out of the backfield, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can keep them on passing plays as well. So no, they got to they got to figure it out. Figure Sitting at three out. and two right now. If I'm Green Bay, I'm looking at what's going on in Carolina, especially with some of the news coming out today, and I'm seeing what it might take to get DJ Moore. In Green Bay, I don't hate. I like that. that idea. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. <laughs> and I, I'm not a Packers fan. I hate the Packers, but yeah, I like that idea. I mean, because DJ Moore could be a guy that can Trent. Yeah, can like now you have Somebody's someone who can stretch the ball, he's stretch the field, and you have yep. a really good receiver. Well, I agree. anyway, Giants for real. Uh, I, I'm I'm buying into them. That in a, that a uh, NFC East is something else. Obviously, we'll get to some of the other teams in a second. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Giants look good. Uh, Bills, Steelers, uh, obviously the Bills do whatever they want. Because um, they're that fucking good. They're that good. It's unbelievable. Um, Josh Allen is a freak, and uh, they're going to win a lot of football games this year. Uh, Kenny Pickett, um, not terrible. I'm buying into Kenny Pickett, not man. Not terrible. I, um, think, I think over time, especially with these Steeler receivers, oh yeah, um, there's, some, uh, there's some things to be excited about. If they can get this offensive line – Fixed. Yep. First Going forward, off, they have all the pieces. If they they just need to sit Najee Harris. For well, re- either he's injured. No, hey, look, I'm watching the football games, 
He touches the ball and he's tackled. The off they have zero uh, running offense. I mean, they cannot. Um, that offensive line is awful. That's what it is. It's not Najee, man. I'm telling you right now. He's getting the ball. And You're saying this as a frustrated. You're saying this is a frustrated fantasy guy. Oh, that's no, a big part. Let me tell you this. Uh, I, I agree with you 100% as far as the offensive line. The offensive line is trash. They're not giving anybody enough time to make any type of plays. Mm-hmm. Right? But there was a couple plays when Najee kind of broke out to the left. He just literally looked like he didn't know what he was. And I'm not Missing saying Najee's not amazing. I think he's amazing. You think he was just shocked he had free space? I, I could Maybe. <laughs> but I don't – but to me, he kind of runs – he's running right now like he's not confident in his body. Yeah. If, if, in my opinion. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being a, uh, a fantasy um, owner that's kind of pissed off. But he's running like he's not trusting his body. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just, just look out for that. If you hear something about – his foot being hurt again. Just remember that we had this conversation. Okay, okay. so good to know. Um, um, real quick, Bills. Uh, it is was confirmed today. They did make a call to Panthers about Christian McCaffrey. Really? Yeah. If the Bills get Christian wow. McCaffrey. <laughs> that's, that's that's going that on because they're already putting up forty points on whoever team they want to put forty points on. Yeah. Can you make can, how many how how many times have we said yeah. they just need a running game if they got Christian McCaffrey? It's over. That takes so much pressure oh off Josh God. Allen running the ball. But what would you have to give up, man? I mean what would they Davis. be what what would they be willing I mean, to get Davis? That's what I'm saying. You would I have mean, to get rid of Davis, you would have to get rid of Singletary. I think you're gonna have to give up I think you have to give up I mean, I mean, Singletary picks. for sure. You have yeah. to give up picks. Yeah. Awesome pigs. Yeah, man. man, I don't, I don't know. That's I, I don't know if you, you don't mess. Think have to give I, don't, up I don't, I don't know if you mess with the chemistry. No, I, I agree no. with that. I agree I, with that. I 100%. like what they got going. I, yes, no, they, they need to run. To hey, guess what? Guess who also didn't have a running game? The Chiefs. They won a Super Bowl. I'd rather. I, well, I was about to say and the Chiefs might make a call, and I was like, Kill no. Too. Okay. Uh, if you put, they got digs, but they got digs. Okay, digs is good. No, Diggs isn't Diggs good. Really Diggs good. is great right Diggs now. Are you talk about Stefan? Yeah. yeah, Stephon he's, Diggs is he's incredible. A freak. I mean, they have they have so many. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie is actually not bad. Yeah. I mean, Gabe Davis. I mean, he's they he's good when he's healthy. Receivers, you know, Dawson Knox is a serviceable tight end. I mean, he can make some Singletary plays. Singletary can catch the ball. Singletary I mean, can catch the ball. I mean, you know, the they still have Zach Moss and. James Cook is still getting his feet wet, and his, I mean they don't. Us says they don't need Christian McCaffrey. No, but this is if they say they went out and got him. No, it awesome. that's just that's it just their sign. They, they, awesome. sign. That's just a sign of them saying, "Hey, just tell them the NFL like we want the we want the Super Bowl, and we don't care what we have to do to get it. If this means adding this guy to this offense, that I mean, you we just said they don't need him, yeah. but them adding him to him is just they're saying like we're coming, yeah. we're coming for it all. Let me say this back to Preston's point. Don't fuck up the chemistry. Because if you add Christian McCaffrey to their offense, now you have to have plays for him. Yeah. Right? So now you're going to be looking for him instead of looking for, instead of being natural as far as looking for Diggs, looking for Gage, looking for McKenzie, different things like that. So I I like it. I love I love it from a from a from a fan aspect. I want to see it, but I also don't want this chemistry messed up because they're balling without him. Hey, real quick, so before this game actually gets going, all I'm saying is just please can contain Devontae just a little bit. <laughs> just oh, yeah. a little bit, man. He doesn't have to be crazy. You just can't have 20. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all. Actually, I think you can have 20. It's like I just can't have – I just can't have – I can't have Hunter Winfrey go for – He's having great games every game. 
Has he? Yeah, he's been fine. No, he's due, bro. He's due for a monster game, bro. Don't he's due say to that. Take his throw Come back on. To, to Stop. Show the, I just can't have Hunter Winfrey go for 30. No, that's not going to happen. I, I said that um, too, but I want to make sure he didn't. Yeah, he still got Hunter Winfrey in there. Yeah. So Okay, so the, maybe it's hard to say disappointing when they're only 3-2, and two, but should have lost this football game, and that's the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Chargers-Browns game, very entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett continues to be the guy who you're like, wow, this guy's solid. He saw, and then makes a stupid play, and you're just like, ah, that's why he's the backup. That's why you're the backup. Because him throwing <laughs> that interception there at the end of the game, I mean, I, I'm sitting there trying to explain it to Michaela. I'm like, all they had to do is kick a field goal, and they take the lead in this game. The one thing you can't do is turn the ball over in this position, mm-hmm. and he throws a most choreographed, Interception I've seen in a long time where the guy's just sitting there standing in front of him, reading him, reading him, reading him, and he tried to move him with his eyes and he threw it right to him. Absolutely awful. Nick Chubb had 17 carries in this game and it just and it absolutely didn't feel like enough. Yeah. 7.9 7. yards a carry, two touchdowns, just an absolute monster. Um, yeah, no, it, you're right. Did not feel like enough. Felt like they needed to keep feeding him. Um, Eckler was nice to see him get back to being Eckler. He seemed the last um, two weeks has been very. Oh, you must spend against him. That's rough. I went against him when he had. Uh, didn't he have three or four touchdowns? Yeah, what week? Uh oh, what do we got? I think he had three, right? <gasps> oh man, Mac Hollins. Um, it's just nice to see him playing well. He is playing um, well, and I mean they're do- and they're doing this. I will say this about Chargers: they're doing this all without their number one guy. Yeah, and and that is. Obviously, I expect them to get back, and I'm banking on <laughs> um, Keenan getting back and uh, be Herbert, nice for him to get back. Herbert getting going again because he's not been quite what everyone wanted him to be um, so far. Uh, you know, that's health yeah. minus your number one. Mike Williams did a great job plugging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 10 catches, 134 yards. Um, but, yeah, Brown should have won this game. So I agree. that puts him in a really weird spot where – both teams would have been three and three after this game was over, and uh, yeah, looking for um, answers. You know what's um, crazy though? The I mean, the th- I mean, clearly, you talk about both these teams. You look at both the divisions they're in. Mm-hmm. One, the AFC West is obviously not as good as we we all thought it was going to be. I mean, Denver is a shit show right now. Yeah, they're awful. Um, you know, the Raiders are one and they're one and three. A very good, but one and three I think they're a very good one and three team. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs are playing really well. I mean, the Chargers are three and two, and it's just like it still feels like they've been a bit, like you mentioned earlier. They're disappointing. Yep. Um, you look at that AFC North right now; it's wide open. I mean, Baltimore has had its issues, uh, giving up late, uh, you know, big game uh, leads to Buffalo and obviously to Miami. You know, the God, we'll, t- we'll talk about that game yep. here in a second because I got I got Zach Taylor. Man, if there if we have a loser of the week. Uh, you know, to give one out, he's gonna he might be mine because that guy, man. I, yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, Chargers did whatever they could to try to blow this game, and somehow we're able to pull it out. Uh, let's just see what they look like next week, getting uh, Keenan Allen back. Yep, and we'll go from there. Start making some real judgments on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings Bears. Um, I thought the Bears showed a lot of life in this they game. Tried, we tried hard. You know, the best play of the game got called back on. I still think a pretty terrible block in the back call um it, it is nice to see um uh plays being made though by justin fields because that was a really electric play when he i mean made all sorts of different moves and all that um 
But Mooney had some great plays in this game. Montgomery was back. Montgomery getting back. That that that's positive. Uh, problem was they just started slow. Um, you know, Vikings did whatever they wanted early in this game. Uh, Bears adjusted well, got back in it, but was it was too late. So, uh, where are you at on the Vikings right now? Because they're they're sitting at four and one, but they don't really feel like a four and one team. I mean, it's weird. They you're right. They're four and one. They don't feel like a four. You're right. They agree. They don't feel like a four and one team. They don't they, feel like a four and one team. But, it, but I would say this: everybody they beat have been has been. The one team that 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 they is a team that they know they're going to have to get past blew the doors off them mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Yep. I mean, but they are taking care of business against the teams they should beat. Um, I mean, the Bears, the Lions, um, Saints, Saints, uh, and who was the other one they had? Packers. Packers. I mean, the Packers obviously right now they don't look very good. Nope. Um, so. They're, right I mean, they're, they're, doing, they're doing what they're supposed to against the teams they should beat, but the teams they know they're going to have to beat to get to where they want, I mean, again, it shows it's just the one game. It's the one sample size, but they got their doors blown off. Look, the and Vikings, Kirk Cousins played like shit. The Vikings are right now the most consistent team in the North. Oh, right? that's that's a fact. So that's a fact. And But this 4-1 team that doesn't feel like a 4-1 team, they're going to have to – we're going to get some answers quick. Next game, Dolphins. Game after that, Cardinals. Game after that, Commanders, and then they play the Bills. Well, let's say they play the Cowboys. So they got some pretty, pretty yeah. big games that they have coming up that they need. We're going to get some answers about where this team actually stands here. If two is back, if, if two is not, if two, two is, if two is not back, then against the Dolphins, yeah, I think two will be back. I think he should be back. He should be back. And that'll be interesting. now. Tyreek's hurt now too, so. Uh-huh. Um, they still got Waddle. I mean, well, Waddle's beat up too. I mean, the Dolphins are in a weird spot. They they went from having a high to being at a. They're pretty low right now. Sure. So, um, I don't. I'm not saying the Vikings are frauds by any means, no. but it just it does feel like when you have Justin Jefferson, I don't think you can ever count him. <laughs> That's fair. And Dalvin Cook running wild. Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Dalvin Cook, Cook look great. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of positive there. Um, Patriots Lions. All I gotta say about this game: disappointing. Lions, yeah. number one offensive team in football right now. Yeah. Uh, lay a goose egg the way they did. Very disappointing. Um, obviously, I think a few notes here. Um, Jared Goff, got to be better. Um, very, looked really bad in this game. Uh, after looking you know, pretty good so far, um, I don't think um, uh, Ahmad St. Brown was very healthy in this game. Uh, you could just tell he didn't have that same burst that he usually does. And they don't have Swift. Um, no Swift, and this was the first week it's really shown. Jamal Williams did fine. Wasn't anything um, uh, bad to say about him, but I think Swift would have been a, a, a very nice addition in this game uh, because... I mean, he's your guy, so you want him to... Yeah, but, I mean, Jamal uh, Jamal leads the NFL in touchdowns. I mean, he's he's yeah. done everything no, he's needed of, of him. Yeah, it's just Goff had a really bad game. They could have really used Swift to kind of help spark that team that's there. that's the knock with Goff, man. Yeah. We've seen these times where he can be this... He can play well. ...quarterback elite. He's yeah. looked like elite quarterback sometimes. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, yeah. you look like her cousin. Well, that's figured out because Swiss <laughs> doesn't sound like Swiss coming back until after their bye week. Yeah, so Which is um, just one more week. So they need to right? they need to so. they need to figure something out. Because um, oh. I think obviously, I, honestly, I think the Dolphins have a lot of talent on that team, and I think they can make a push for the. They have the possibility. Well, this is the Lions we're talking about. Yeah, not the law. Did I say Dolphins? You did. Bro, I'm hungry. So, I think the Lions... We have now found out that being hungry does confuse <laughs> yeah, Antoine. I'm telling you. 
think the Lions have a lot of talent on this team, and they can possibly make a push. Because the Vikings, yeah, they're the best team right now, but I feel like they're going to have a setback here with this next this next five games. So we'll see what happens. It's weird to say this, but it, this felt like a game the the Patriots needed. Oh yeah, because Definitely. I mean they've been they've been this is this is obviously not probably how they won their year to go. Um, you know they they went and lost a close one to uh, uh, Green Bay last week. Um, they haven't played particularly well most of the season. I, it was a game that they needed, you know, for at least for confidence. I mean, Bailey Zappi played well. I played really well. Um, it's not going to be the last time we I hear mean, his Stevenson name. That's that's where I want to get at. As a, so, about, Damian Harris is a good running back, but I think it's clear now who the number one should be in New Well, and Harris hurt his hamstring, so yeah. this is Stevenson's backfield now. And I think it should be going forward. I mean, Harris comes back, he can come in and fill in, but I think Stevenson has shown that – He's the one that they need to be relying and leading, you know, leaning more on yep. in this backfield. But um, like I said, this is a this was a good win for the uh, Patriots against a team that, even though the Lions are one and four, clearly I agree they're very talented. Um, you know, we'll see see how they can build off this. Yeah, for sure. Um, the most entertaining game of the day: uh, Seahawks. Uh, uh, Saints. Yeah. First of all, there's a couple things notable in this game. One is um, I, I'm almost no, I am. I'm sold. Geno Smith is good. Yeah. I'm not saying elite. I'm not saying he's the guy who's going to even be there next year. He is a good quarterback right now in the NFL. Um, obviously, he had all the stats of the 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 great accuracy so far and mm-hmm. all that. Um, he threw some throws in this game that were elite throws that you're like, that is an NFL quarterback. Um, he's a veteran. That's, I, it's just, it's that crazy. Throw, that yeah. he, this is, he's back to remind you what he was in college. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Didn't I mean, he throw for like, uh, 600, eight t- yeah, eight 600, touchdowns, 650 yards. Like yeah. Incredible game against Baylor. Um, no, unbelievable game though. Um, obviously, Seahawks side of the things, uh, you, you're not expecting much this year. You know, you're going to be in the bottom 10 uh, in football. Where Geno fits in that plan of rebuilding, you know, obviously um, Rashad Penny goes down in this. He's out for the year. Kenneth uh, Walker. Kenneth Walker uh, emerges, has yeah. a nice 60 yard, 69-yard t- uh, touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there's some good things to be excited about here. You know, Metcalf still beast. Lockett's – I mean, it literally looked at Geno and Lockett were like Russ and Lockett. They, uh, they've been that way the last three weeks. Yeah, it mean, took them a couple weeks, but the last, like, three weeks, yeah. Lockett and Smith have been just – you know, they've been on the money. Yeah. They've been very – the sink there has so, been very good. Some really good things about that. All that to say, none of the people that we've mentioned so far were player of the game. Because the player of the game is none other – than Taysom Hill. And I hate this guy. This guy. Now here's a guy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Have a game, why don't you? Because this guy was through a touchdown pass. This guy ran for 112 yards and three touchdowns. This guy returned kicks. This guy recovered a fumble. <laughs> he did everything in this game, man. Yeah. Absolute insanity how well he played. Um Player of the game, without a doubt. Very impressive. 
It was nice to see Kamara out there doing his thing. Twenty nine touches and one hundred ninety four yards. Yep, that does not yards. hurt. That that, uh, that hurt. helps a lot. Yeah. Um, very entertaining game, man. I watched most of that game and was just very impressed. Um, the the Saints, they're not great. They're just scrappy. I think the uh, they do. Again, we talked about. Oh, I mentioned. Shit. I mentioned. Oh wow. It's like he knew. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. I was, was like, funny. no one else can be that open. <laughs> that was I'm screwed. I'm lost. 57, 58 yards. That's that's 11 points right there. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Um, back to the Saints real quick. Right we there. talked to us earlier. I don't want, the talent of Michael Thomas is, is great, but I think they have found an emerging start receiver, Where's Chris Olave. Oh my goodness! Okay, couldn't yep, have sorry. Been more open. Yeah, you're right. I think they found an emerging star at receiver in Chris Olave. Now, granted, he had a nasty concussion injury and had to lead the game, but this guy the last like few weeks has been, I mean, just you know, for a depleted receiving crew, he's made a shit ton of plays. Um, he's, you know, I think he he leads all rookie receivers in uh, yards. Um, I mean, I think he's even it may be top ten in yards receiving. In NFL, um, it's just I hope he comes back healthy. Um, I mean, he's just been a, he's been a fun watch. You know what you can't teach? Speed. And that man, and that, a lot of it, and he's got some great route running. Great route yeah, running, very good. Route but that's running, one one sure. thing about speedy receivers that they have a hard when they when they transition to the NFL, they have a hard time transitioning that speed Damn. into route running. Mm-hmm. And they, he's made it work so far. So, I mean, just like that, she's already down by. Only eight now. And that's still in the first quarter. First quarter. Ugh, gross. Okay. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I agree with all that. Um, Jets, Dolphins. Obviously, Dolphins not the same team without um, Tua. Tua. Um, didn't, I mean, defensively, they were awful in this game, too. When the Jets are scoring 40 on you, there's some, uh, there's some bigger issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zach Wilson played well. Yep. Uh, Bruce Hall is clearly is a uh, is becoming a guy. That was a. I mean, just um, it goes back to that draft they had. Yep. Oh yeah, unbelievable draft. You're right. I mean, it was it was cool. I'm not even a freaking Jets fan, and I, like I was excited for their draft. I mean, so, they draft. Yeah, it was so, that was. I mean, it just looked when you draft well, and you know you get guys in place. I mean, clearly, we I think we mentioned it uh, last season. Zach Wilson looked like he was ma- he was slowly making that mm-hmm. move until you know pl- you know playing good football. He's come back. I mean he and he's played well since he got off injury. Um, and I mean they won three games. They won three. They yep. won three in a row. The Jets. It, the trajectory for the Jets is you know it's going up, trending upwards. Yep, for sure. Uh, Bucks Falcons very boring game. Uh, this was all about getting Leonard Fournette involved. Um, that was clearly the game plan, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, bang! Uh, but yeah, Falcons almost fought back into this game. Had a clear stop. Yep. Uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible rough in the passer call. Obviously, it was the veteran call for Brady. Um, but yeah, uh, Buccaneers sitting pretty at three and two, but got they've got to figure stuff out. Um, they there's, just, there's I mean, still something missing offensively. I agree. Um, it's Probably weird. 
Godwin, yeah, had a pretty nice old game. Evans had a nice old game. Like I said, Fournette had 10 catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown in this game. There's just still something missing here. I don't I, know what it is, but they, they've got to figure some stuff out. I just – I, I kind of just – get, but it's weird going back to – I just don't think – I don't think Tom Brady's really enjoying this season. Well, clearly he's he doesn't look – yeah, he's not that's focused. just a good way to say it. I, I he's, not, he's not having fun like he usually does. Obviously, we know it's all the personal issues off the field mm-hmm. that, that's causing him uh, to lose his happiness in this. And at some point, that's going to catch up. At some point, it's that's going to catch up. Well, I mean, they're, they're still 3-2. and two, two, You know, one lo- uh, they beat the Cowboys, you know, looked very good against the Cowboys week one. Um, which, you know, could be the hottest team in football right now. Yep. Um, Jeez. I know. Didn't think I'd be saying that. Rushing um, their way to the playoffs, huh? And it's just <laughs> kind of a uh, <laughs> just kind of a interesting year so far for the Bucks. but that defense is still very solid. And if Brady can, f- you know, figure out his stuff and continue to rely on that defense, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, clearly that division, there's, I mean – I don't care if the Saints beat Saints against them in the regular season is always one thing. I still think they're going to end up winning that division. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, the tail base there is just something missing. Yep. Now, then again, I'm watching this in a C, and I know the Eagles are five and zero and they're playing really well. But there's just really not one team that you know. I'm just like sitting here and like, can either of these teams beat the Bills? The Bills? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Right. So. Um, that, that is something interesting because someone's got to have the X factor. Something's gonna, somebody's gonna have to have something special that's gonna be able to slow down the Bills. Um, I, I, yeah, and I'm not sure who it is yet. So yeah, um, Titans, Commanders. Only thing I can say about this: Henry looked good. Um, Carson Wentz did Carson Wentz Carson things. Carson Wentz played such a good game to throw it away at the end. Classic Carson. Um, but yeah, Titans. Weird, oddly enough, we're probably the best team in that division. And yeah, the Jaguars have come back down to earth. Yeah, and because uh, yeah, obviously you go right back to the next game, Texans Jags. Jags looked awful. Snooze fest. Um, absolute terrible game. Yeah, nothing, nothing really exciting. A lot of missed tackles. Um, I guess the big takeaway is Pierce is the real deal, man. He's Damian Pierce for the um, oh Texans. Texans yeah, is uh, a nice little back. He is. He's a I mean. He's a beast. You know, they talked about they're hyping him up. This is one of the few times when you hear about preseason, you know, OTA, like hype. Um, he's shown out, and he's shown that he's lived up to it. Uh, I mean, Texas, man, they've got some pieces. Yep. You know, I'm not – I mean, they're they're not a great team, but they've got something that they can they can build on. Uh, but, again, and I but I also say that, too, about the Jaguars. Um, I, the This is the worst game I, the Jaguars have had this season. And it was still they lost by what was that? They lost by seven. I mean, so they were in the game. So I still I still like the trajectory they're going on as well, but at the same time too, it was an ugly game. Yep. For sure. Uh Niners, Panthers, um talk about another ugly game. Very ugly game. My Niners NFC uh championship pick is starting to look a little bit better, I think. That defense is really good. Very good on defense. They're just finding tricky ways to to be uh, you know pretty solid on offense with Jimmy G back there. Um, there's just a lot to like there with the Niners right now. Panthers obviously fire coach today uh, announced Baker's going to be out a couple weeks. Have completely gone in rebuild mode. Um, and like Sam mentioned earlier, 
Shopping McCaffrey, maybe. So, Shopping McCaffrey. Yeah. It sounds like they're looking, probably going to look into DJ Moore. If I'm DJ Moore, I'm probably like saying, like, hey, you know, maybe this is the best thing because he's basically a non-factor. Um, they're de- they've got some defensive studs um, that they could get some pretty decent picks for. I mean, it just sounds like they're kind of in that mode. Um, you know, we'll see what happens going forward with them. But if they wanted to make that move, they've got pieces to where they could set up pretty nicely for future drafts and, yep. uh, you know, to get in this rebuild. Yep, I agree. Uh, I'll tell you what, bad situation again for Baker. <laughs> I mean, finds himself with another fired coach. Uh, might lose his two weapons. And, I will uh, say this. I mean, we obviously I agree with you. We talked about this before the game. I thought he played pretty well given the circumstance, but at the same time, to the season, he has not done himself. No, any he's favors. not done himself any favors at all. Um, you know, he has the pick six in this game, that's, which was a bad throw. But I did mention. I'm not kidding. He threw some absolute darts in this game. Um, one was dr- just dropped. Um, one, the defender ended up making a, a good play to knock the ball away. Um, there's just been some things that are just going against him, man. And he finds himself in a bad position here to where now they're going to go on a rebuild. And I doubt he's going to be part of the uh, rebuild. No. So he's going to have to get comfortable being a backup somewhere for now and wait his, wait his turn somewhere else. And the way things are going in the NFL, I mean, he he goes to a good situation. I mean, something happens. I mean, I, mean, I still think the answer is Tampa. I think – you know, especially now that you know, you look at Brady. This could very well be Brady's last year. I, if he's not having fun anymore, if he's realizing, you know, going through everything, then again, he might want to play for another three years. Now that there's not going to be no wife and kids waiting for him at home. He's got porn stars hitting him up. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout, shout out Brady Love, <laughs> Brandy Love. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so I don't know, but I just think Baker going to a situation where he can sit behind someone for a year, maybe two, might be the best possible thing for him. So maybe a little humbling as well. Yeah. Um, go back to the Browns and yeah, no. go, go be back up behind Deshaun and go get massages with them and everything. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'll ever step foot in Cleveland no, again. No, probably not. Minnesota uh, might not be a bad spot. That, that's not bad either. I like that. A lot of um, there. But yeah, no, I just I agree, I agree with you. Not a great spot, and again, I I like I said I don't think he's done himself any favors this year. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, he all I mean, if he's hurt, I don't think he should really push it. I think clearly, I think at this point they're just gonna if he 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 sits out, gets healthy, he'll come back. He'll be the guy yeah. for this year. But clearly, this is gonna be a, just a gap year for them at quarterback for sure. Um, Cowboys Rams, um, two things, one. I think the Cowboys are pretty good. That's that's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two is, my, I you know just saying this before the year started. I shouldn't. I just don't think the Rams are any good. Um, there's a lot of struggles, man. Um, clearly, Stafford either isn't healthy, or he's just relying so much on Cup that he's com- completely forgotten how to read other receivers, or you know check the field because um, ten points. Ain't gonna cut it, boys. Yeah, no. Um, let's 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 dive into one thing because I agree with you. I think the Cowboys are good. I think the Cowboys' defense is really good. I think that defense is legit, and it, it starts and ends with number eleven. That dude is unbelievable. Yeah, he is. He really is. Uh, um, making plays. Just, I mean, you know, he, it seems like he's banged up there at the end of the game, 
and he ends up making two more sacks. And it's just like yeah, no, that's that's okay. what that's where the that's where difference makers are. Um, you know, the offense doesn't do much on offense. The Rams' defense is still you know pretty good. They still got playmakers. Um, you know, how do you like their. Uh, how do you like how they're using uh, Pollard right now? I mean, I I, I still see Pollard more. Yeah, like how they're doing the. To be good, and you know what's crazy is I actually thought Zeke ran pretty well yesterday. Well, yes, I thought he ran. I thought he ran hard. I thought he made some tough yards, but Pollard is just his speed is just game changing. Yeah, yep. it is. Uh, you got to catch up with two. Pollard has eight yards for eighty six, or eight carries for eighty six yards. Yeah, the the fifty seven yard touchdown run was so, impressive. He's obviously dynamic. And Cooper so, rushes. I can only imagine what he's like if they give him twenty five carries. Yeah, no kidding. And Cooper rushes. You know, he's done good game managing. Um, he seems to have a pretty good rapport with CD, so um, it's going to be interesting on Sunday if they, if Dak is healthy. The, then it is what do you do? Um, I mean, obviously you paid Dak all that money. It should be you know you go with him, but you know we'll see. I'm I'm very interested to see what they do, but uh, I mean the Cowboys are just they're playing really well right now, and they got a they got a big one coming up on uh, Sunday. Yep. No, I mean Cowboys Eagles, big 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 game. The Eagles are um, real. I think they're sending in. If 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 he's right, you're seeing it in Dak. Uh, Jerry's ego is not going to allow th- that contract to sit on the bench. No, not at all. Um, so Cooper Rush has been nice. Um, made himself a lot of money as a backup for years and years to come here in the NFL. Yeah. Um, undefeated as a starter. I mean, he's five and zero as a starter in his career. Um, so doing a lot of good things, uh, but no. Back to what I was saying about the Rams, though they're just they're in trouble, man. They they do not look good. And he missed I, it. And he missed. We we talked about this, I think, before the season started. How they have slow starts. This just feels different. Yep. Yep. No, they look like a different football team. It, it just it's not good. Like I said, I still think there's something there with Stafford. I just don't think he's right. Healthy. That that elbow is obviously giving him maybe a little bit more trouble than. He's letting uh, letting off, um, but something's off, and they've got to fix it, and they got to fix it fast because now they find themselves two and three, and uh, just have not looked good. I agree. So, I mean, a lot Cooper of issues there. Goat shit, right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper I just don't think Allen Robinson has just all of a sudden become a bomb. Yeah, I know that. That to me is really interesting. Um, clearly, not been a good fit so far. But yeah. But something's I mean, he off there. Wasn't a good fit on the Bears either. Why not? Well, so, so, the right. so is it the quarterback or is it him? I mean, there, that's, at some Eventually point, we have to, to say it's yeah. him. I mean, right? I mean, look at his last few years. Look I, at his last. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not willing to put it all on Stafford on this. I think maybe Allen Robinson just isn't a great route runner, and, and he's not going to be able to replace what Odell did. Yeah. And I mean that that needs to be the call that's happening. Is Rams are got to be begging Odell to come back? Yeah, but Odell's not going to go back to a losing situation. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think he. I think you could see himself uh, the success that he had, being like, man, I got to start putting up stats, or I'm not going to get that next paycheck. Because someone's going to want him, but it's going to be a one year deal. Could he go to anybody and be a number one right now? Packers. Boom. I mean that that's that's, that's, what, that's literally what move. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was waiting for you damn that was yeah, we've thing. and we've talked about that. I mean well. I, I think that is still the right move. But it's gonna be one of these big teams. It's gonna be the Bills. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a team it's that's gonna be um the Rams. It's gonna be He's not gonna go to the Bills. Maybe not. 
Because the Bills have too many weapons. Already. I know, but the problem he is what no you faith. can get him for. <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be a one-year, two million dollar deal. I don't think he's. I don't think he's taking a Bitcoin deal I again. No, no, I think he could go to Kansas no. City and be a number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, outside of Kelsey. And right now, they're looking like they need it. Yeah, because exactly. Juju's so, not been the answer. No, no. Um, I think you put Odell in that offense. Well, with Pat. Yeah, I'll tell you the next one. And obviously, they're about to get their number one back. But um, the next game was Eagles Cardinals, and once again, another team that does not look right. Is the Cardinals um, because they offensively they haven't right have, since last year. have just been absolutely trash um, in the first know. half? The second half, for some reason, they decide like, all right, we're going to finally play now. And another reason is is because they finally decide, okay, well now we're just going to go to this backyard style football that you know has helped. And it's just like, why aren't you doing this yeah, in the first half? I agree. They, they, he has to play more that way. And that's what I wanted to go into with this because the two games with two dynamic quarterbacks, um, well, you, you could even allude to Jalen in this game. Kyler, when Kyler runs, it's different, right? I mean, he is so quick and, and has that ability to juke and get around so quickly mm-hmm. that it's part of his game. I know you don't want to get him hurt. I know you're, you're. everyone's so terrified of what that would look like. Well, what I'm telling you is about to happen is they're going to lose their head coach, and they're going to have to find a new offensive system anyway. So you might as well utilize everything you can out of Kyler Murray while, uh, while you can because him running just a couple times a game isn't enough. No, it's, it's not, not working. Enough because guess what? He had the game in his hand to tie this game up and put themselves in a, in a position because they had all the momentum at that point uh, to be able to go to overtime and, and, you know, who knows what happens at that point. Kyler runs, and boy, did he play it safe. My God, diving a yard behind the line, that is just so costly because it ends up being fourth and one and then having to kick a longer field goal instead of being able to milk more clock and get closer. He slides early. And ends up missing the field goal, lose the game. Sometimes it's a forty-three yard field goal. If you're an NFL kicker, no, no, this, you, you, you got to make, make that. that. Goal. But I, and I get what you're saying. But, but I'm, he, I mean, look, Kyler lost the game. That's that's how I feel about this. I watched no, that game. Tom Brady and he slow. Tom Brady would have fucking were ran for that shit. You got to know where those chains are. That's the only thing you got to know. You, you got to get that first down. As a quarterback, down. you have to know. You have to. You're, that was unacceptable. He had a blocker and two. He was running up to a situation where the line's right there. If he makes a juke outside, um, or if he cuts, tries to cut it up, and whatever it is, he gets the first down. He slides, plays the business move. They miss the field goal. They lose the game. They find themselves in a position now to where they're two and three. How did he um, they're getting close to obviously getting Hopkins back, but this team very lost, very lost. Connor's not what Connor was. I mean, you know, not not a bad game. Nine carries, fifty-five yards, um, but they haven't really been able to utilize him in the past game. One catch for eight yards. I just don't think they're utilizing. They're doing much in the. They're not doing enough in the run game. They're just. They're, they don't have an identity, man. This team is just completely. Connor's not showing enough grit. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm right not there with enough grit, dude. He, him showing up in that freaking lime green yeah. suit, everything before the game. That's for winners. You, when you're, you know what, Cam Newton was looking like a damn fool. All those outfits he was went, uh, wearing all the time. He went to a Super Bowl. Guess what? He was winning football games. 
you can't be wearing that damn shit in that National Football League and yeah, losing like continuing yeah, <laughs> continuing to lose uh, constantly. Um, I do appreciate him not showing up in the post game in that. I know, <laughs> that, that for sure, hundred percent. That looks short, didn't that? Yeah, that's weird. Okay, um, but the, I mean, the main story of this game is Eagles win again. Yep. And I know maybe they're not looking like necessarily the team that's going to beat the Bills, but they are completely. They, 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 yeah, and this is the kind of win they needed because they just been blowing people out. Yep. Early on, so they needed a tough win, and I mean, again, it's one of those things where. I mean, you, you can't make the argument that the Eagles or the Cardinals probably should have won the game, but at the same time, too, you cannot get off slow starts like that. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles, I mean, again, they are they're a complete team. They're running the ball well. Jalen's throwing the ball really well. The defense is playing solid. I mean, the only time they look bad is when Marquise Brown made them look bad. Um, other than that, they played they played they played well. I mean, they, they're five and zero for a reason. And obviously, Jalen Hurts is a bigger runner, more physical, all that stuff. I, I completely understand that. But they are utilizing everything that makes Jalen Hurts good, and they're and they're getting the most out of him. Yeah. Where, like I said, the Cardinals are not doing that with Kyler. And Nick, I mean, Nick Sirianni understands what he has. Yep. And Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, I, Cliff, I don't know, I don't know if he just has lost any confidence or what is going on, but. He just—it just seems like he seems more lost out there than anybody else. You yeah. Know who the Cardinals need to hire Lincoln Riley, Ravens offensive coordinator. Yeah, that what I mean. That's not the Cardinals. I need just to hire yeah, because he built the offense and set an offense to Lamar Jackson's strengths. Yeah. Look at him now. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson should have been a receiver." I think there's a lot deep into that, but the Ravens need the the the. Cardinals need to seriously look in that higher end offensive coordinator for the Ravens. They, they need to do something, man, because they're just – they're not utilizing the talent the way they should. Like I said, back to what Jalen does. You know what Jalen is. Jalen's got a decent arm. He can run, extend plays, and he can, you know, hit his receiver, you know, hit his receivers um, mm-hmm. on, some, on some shorter routes, things like that. You know what? This was a very boring game as far as pl- big plays because the Eagles hit screens all game long. They it's, did, yeah. It's boring. But guess what? It was working. It was picking up four or five yards. Uh, you know, a few times um, Smith got loose and was able to pick up a, f- a few more yards. It was boring, but it works, and that's what the the uh, Cardinals got to figure out, man. Is got to figure out ways to put Kyler in a situation to be successful, because and that falls on Kyler too. Um, he's got to figure out ways to put himself in being successful. You know, they ran that one draw play where Kyler drops back and instantly takes off running, and it was electric. And he he gained I I mean fifteen on the uh, on the play. He had four I mean, carries for forty two yards. That's yeah. ten yards a pop. I mean, yeah, I mean he's doing something nice, especially when you don't have a, a quote unquote run game. You know, you got to figure out ways to keep that defense honest and stuff like that because Kyler has just not been worth that money so far. Mm-hmm. Right, and once again, I think it's going to look a lot different once Hopkins comes back. Mm-hmm. But let's remember, Hopkins, he didn't play a lot last year when he was injured. He get And then he gets suspended. I mean, he's going to have to shake off some rust. Yeah. He's going to have some time back figuring out him. He's going to get on the same page with Kyler. Everyone thinks that this offense is just going to completely get going once he gets back. And I just don't know if that's the case. I will it's say that. help, but I don't know if it's The one thing that's helped is that the connection for him and Marquise has been 
Oh, it's been it's good. Been, it's been really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, obviously they if they need obviously they need to ease D Hop in a little bit in game situations they can because Marquise has been playing so well. I mean, Zach Ertz has been playing well also, but I mean they have that, so that has been working out well. But yeah, I, it's going to be interesting when D Hop gets back. To finish up with the last game, um, obviously was Sunday night football, Bengals, uh, Ravens. I uh, just kind of want to get you guys' take on this because, you know, I, I called it, I said it last week or last episode, and I'm going to say it again. Um, last year is looking more and more like a fluke. I, um, I, I think this team is very talented. I think um, there's a lot of promise and that they could turn a lot of this around. Let me tell you right now, the Ravens' secondary – has been one of the worst in football this year. They scored 17 points against that defense last night. Granted, it was a very back-and-forth kind of, you know, a lot of... Um, no T. Higgins. No T. Higgins. That obviously ends up, um, you know, being big. I, I'm telling you, I, I just don't see this team. Chase hasn't been good. Uh, you know, Mixon has, has not gotten enough carries, in my opinion. I mean that's um, and that's I mean that's where I think a lot of this on offense. I again as I alluded to earlier, Zach Taylor, you it's first and goal on the two, and you have Joe Mixon who's running the ball pretty well, and you can't just say let's just line up and run it down their throat. You run a reverse that loses thirteen yards, and I mean it's just it's such shitty play calling. Um. I just don't understand it. I mean, right at that time, too, you have no T. Higgins. Clearly, the offensive line, the the money you put in the offensive line, they're still not – it's still oh, not no, – the offensive line is still having issues. Yeah, it's broken. But you have Joe Mixon who can – he can pick up – if he can't pick up two yards and four straight carries, then there, then there's bigger issues to have. But you got to at least – that's got to be your, how you got to go. You go down swinging with that. Yeah. You don't do these trick play bullshit. No. You've got to just play man football and just run it right down their throat. And they're not doing that, and it's not opening up for the. Pass I thought the, I thought the Bengals lost this game more than the. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say. Oh man, I, mean, I was going to cry I mean, for my you. My heart stopped. I was going to cry. I think that this might be a thing they do all night. <laughs> yeah. But I just think I felt the Bengals lost this game more than the Ravens won it. Um, I thought actually I thought the game plan by the defense coordinator for Cincinnati was fantastic. I thought they put Lamar in some really tough spots and and I asked, but I mean again Lamar also put himself in some tough spots. He missed two big wide open oh, yeah. touchdowns. I yeah. mean they were touchdowns. Um I just I don't know. I I the, I think they can figure it out. I think they can get back into again this this division is it's up for grabs. And I still think that they're they're the more talented team in that division, but I mean again, yeah, they're not playing particularly great football right now. And I mean, Joe Burrow isn't exactly playing great. I mean, at to- we can talk about the offensive line. There's times when it seems like he's holding on to the ball way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I didn't realize that not having T. Higgins was going to be was going to take away that much for the offense. Um, but it also shows how big of a factor he is into this offense. Mm-hmm. So, getting him back will help. Um, it's going to be interesting because I mean, this a- the AFC is a gauntlet. I mean, and they're going to have to figure it out. 
and figure it out quick. Yeah. But I think if the defense can keep playing like they did last night, that's going to help that offense um, to where I think they can figure it out and you know, get on some kind of roll. Here's another example right here, man. We're watching, obviously, the, the Chiefs-Raiders game right now. Okay, that's what you do. You pay someone their mo- the money. You give them the, the – oh, I'm yeah, I did shake it. Okay. you you got to run the football down here. Everyone getting so cute down on the goal I line. I agree. That every, everyone thinks you got to run these Broncos. trick plays and all this stuff. or And it's just been ugly, man. You give Jacobs the ball down here on the goal line. You yeah. give Mixon the ball down on the goal line. That's why you're paying these running backs – all this money. Yeah, I mean, like, make it happen, man. Stop going away from it because it's just it's just stupid. Um, Jackson didn't play great last night. It was definitely – I thought the Bengals' defense did play a pretty good game. Yeah, he played um, when he needed, great but when he needed to. But when he needed to be great – He made plays. Guess what? He made – I mean, like, honestly, there at the end, what does he do best? He runs. He ran the ball, put them in position, and I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but um, – <laughs> Freaking the kick last night. Um, where is it? Yeah, it Justin Tucker. Tucker's kick. They said basically, if you line it up on the on the what is it the X axis mm-hmm. uh, line, his kick was uh, like a point off for being absolutely dead center down the middle of how straight his kick was last night to win a football game. It's not even it's you know it's not even just like the extra point or just a meaningless field goal or something like that. It's the pressure on the line to kick a game-winning field goal. He puts him in position or that um, Lamar puts him in position and Justin Tucker, the absolute sec- secret weapon, uh, delivers again and kicks a perfect ball. Yeah, I just wanted to mark the most he is the no, yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. honestly he's um, the most yeah. he's the greatest I, I mean things down like that man you do, when you have somebody like that knowing that you, you can, he's gonna come in and no matter what you do he's probably gonna hit it mm-hmm. you don't have to force the ball into and you, a lot of times these players create turnovers by trying to force the ball at those those last second plays you don't have to do that when you know you have Justin Tucker right mm-hmm. um, and back to your point with the Bengals I don't think I don't think this team was a fluke. I don't think you could say that they lucked their way into Kansas City and beat Kansas City in Kansas City uh, to get to the Super Bowl. I do think that they weren't prepared for the spotlight that the Super Bowl put them into as far as – I mean, both teams are on, team on a hangover. Now, no, both teams struggle every, bad. Every team now is after you. I would actually right. say the Bengals are in a better spot right now than the Rams are. No, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, because – and the thing about last year, nobody expected the Bengals to do what they did. Right. Now everybody's game Oh, the expectation's there. Everybody's yeah. game planning for that shit, and I don't think they were necessarily ready for that. But so, what, what does the great teams do, though? They adjust. They adapt and they adjust. Right. That's true. This team's so young, I don't know if they know how to do that. Right. But they're learning how to do it really quick. And they didn't – you know they were right there in the middle of the game. Like if Justin Tucker wasn't there, well, I know. But now that now they're two and three, right? Now they're two and three, and they have to figure some stuff out. They lost to a Steeler team Burrow's, that was. It's on Burrow's shoulders. He's the leader. Yeah. You need to, bro. This is your team. Lead your team. Point blank. Period. All the greats do it. Hey, we're gonna make this adjustment. Make the adjustment and make it happen. Yeah. Figure it out. I agree, it's man. It's not gonna be easier in the NFL making millions of dollars. Figure it out, bro. Well, I also didn't think they need to do. I mean, you look at the toward the end of the season last year. Granted, 
passing game was great, but Joe Mixon got a lot more touches. Oh yeah, yeah, and they need to keep, they, they need, need to, to be back to they that. need to be feeding that man. They need to go back to. That. I think the problem is that Burrow and Chase sell the tickets. To be honest with you, so they want that excitement. They want those big plays. But I mean, right now, are you? I mean, guy, man. I'm yeah. watching them last night, and I mean, you look at the last few weeks. Right now. I mean, I can't say Chase has is the, is been the better best receiver on oh, the no. team. He hasn't. I mean, no, T. No, Higgins, no, T. Higgins, T. Higgins, the best. The best better player right last, now, but yeah. don't yeah. forget, like, Chase is not dynamic no. when he gets right. the ball. Yeah, last he is. Night, last night they said, all right, we're going to do whatever we can to get Chase the ball. They lined him up in the backfield. They had him in motion. They did everything they could to try to get him the ball. And everyone was just keying in on that. They're like, no, Chase isn't going to beat us. Someone else on that team is going to have to beat us. Well, Higgins is becoming a problem, so now yeah, they're going to have to figure no, out No, that's that helping situation. big time. I will say this. Figure out that. Now Chase is going to start being open. I would have been mad if one of those plays on the goal line, if you run it with one with Mixon, say gets stuffed, you do a jet sweep with T. Higgins. Or not T. Higgins, but Jamar Chase down there. Yeah. I'm actually not going to be mad about that. Right. Because you're putting it in your best player's hands and guy who's yep. got elite speed. Yep. And he can he – can, Get you a get you a touchdown. So yeah, they tried that cute little pitch play, that and they read that to perfection. That they, yeah. I, I mean, it's just not you know. It just seems like that plays now. It's like every team has that as like a goal line play. It's a great play. Man. It's a great play, but <laughs> really at the is. same time, too, it's just like I think most teams almost expect that yeah, kind of play. You're right. I mean, I expect. I basically, if you're down on the two and you're doing anything in motion uh, or, or something that looks a little tricky. Uh, I, I'm assuming that play is coming. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. And I, th- I mean, like I said, it, I think you need it in your playbook because mm-hmm. if they don't, if the team's not honoring that, it's really stuff in the middle. Um, then you know you're you're dumb to not use it. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just I'm not impressed with what they've done so oh, far. Oh no, you can't. Be, I mean, two and three. You from coming off that again. It's you know you said that you look at. Um, I mean, they clearly are. They do have a Super Bowl hangover. Um, but again, they're not. I don't think any one of these games they've been blown out in. And I mean, they they bear. They, I mean, they mainly lost that game against Pittsburgh. I mean, you you have four turnovers. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to win. I don't care yeah, who absolutely. you're playing. Right. Um, and again, it's another game they lost T. Higgins in. So. Yep. Um, you know, you just got to go out there. You got to, you know, the, as long as if the defense keeps playing like that, I think the offense is eventually going to figure it out. Yeah. Well, let's hope so for uh, my fantasy. Uh, stat, you know, sake. Well, I need to Higgins to not like get hurt. <laughs> yeah, that that really sucks when they're not even on the field. You're right. Yeah. Um. Well, so far this Raiders uh, Chiefs game. All Raiders. All Raiders at Arrowhead. Very impressed so far. Um. In a game that they need, uh, because if they lose this game, especially with how they've played so far, that's another just maybe the could be the knockout punch. Honestly, I know that's crazy to say this early. But you fall what one and f- it'd be one and four. Yeah. It'd be one and four. Yeah, it's that's, tough. That's that's tough to come out of. Even for a team, I think that's Especially actually in that, good in that division, nonetheless. Um, so I I don't know, man. I, it's great great week of football. Still a lot of questions. A lot a lot of these teams have a lot of question marks. Um, Bills, I think, are clear number one. I think Eagles are the clear number two. Um, and then you, it but, starts getting murky after, after that. After that, there's a lot of things up there. I probably would say Kansas City's probably three. I think Kansas City's right there. Cowboys got to be right there. Cowboys would be right up there, uh, too. You, know, um, it, it, you find yourself in a lot, you know, 
Tua's health is obviously going to play a big part where Miami falls there. Um, Along with Waddle and Hill. Yep. Where's yeah? Where's the Bucks? You know that defense is a a championship caliber defense. I know that. It's just can they get everything else working? The forty five year old quarterback going through a divorce. Uh, He's going through some things, man. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things out there right now. But yeah, clear. Um, Bills number one. I mean, I think that's a no doubter. So. Um. Let's jump real. Do you have any guys have anything else you wanted to touch? No on NFL. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. good. Another great week in the books, boys. Um, MLB. Let's touch on this real quick. Playoffs just started. Um, I wanted to get your take because we had some really good games over the weekend. What's your guys' take on the new wild card adding another spot? Uh, it, but. Instead of it being a one game, it's a three game series. I kind of like love it. that. I like it. I love, I love it. it. I, love I love it. it. Yeah, I like it. I was all for it. Man. I was. I was very all for it. I mean, I understand it's going to be all in one. It's all. It's good. all three are staying in one city, but I. I loved it. I thought it was exciting. I thought it brought a lot of you know. It was. Uh, I mean, it brought a lot of excitement to baseball. And that's um, what baseball needs. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's. It, bro. I thought the series were great. I thought. The Mets just, you know, did Met things um, and just absolutely melted down these last, like, two weeks. Um, it's it's going to be yeah. very interesting to see what happens in uh, New York next year with the Mets. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of free agents. A lot of free agents. I do not think DeGrom's coming back. Um, I think he'll uh, – I think he's going to probably find a new home as long as it's not in L.A. with the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, but – very, I mean, it's just exciting though. Uh, you know, the Phillies go in and uh, they beat up on the Cardinals, which I loved. Um, you know, they sent Albert and Yachty out uh, with two losses, and then uh, you know they're moving on to Atlanta, which I think is actually gonna be a pretty good series. Um, that I'll say this: the Padres for me in the second half season have been, I would say, very underwhelming, and they went into New York and looked great. Good cut. Wow. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Get off me. Oh, Josh Jacobs. Great. Josh Ryan, Jacobs. Man. Jeez. Pretty good. He's not bad. Tulsa product. Yep. Um, um, but uh, I think there's some good series there coming up. No, for sure. What I like about adding, you know, once again, I was very anti adding the extra wild card mm-hmm. for a one game series. I don't think it makes sense. I think it, it really takes away from what the season means. Mm-hmm. The Mets won over 100 games. Right, it was 101 games. Mm-hmm. I think it was won 101 games, and it, had it come down to one game, and they've been eliminated. I just think that's unfair. This sucks. Well, guess what? They got to throw um, Scherzer. They got to throw Degrom, and they still lost the series. That to me is fair, and I, I can tip my hat to that. Yeah, I can live with that. I mean, yeah. Degrom went out there and did. Degrom handled his business. Yep. And the Mets won. Yep. They just didn't back up Scherzer or Bassett. Or Bassett yeah. uh, last night. Um, I mean, you know, Mets. You know, th- that that organization. They just know how to break their fans' hearts. Yeah, that's brutal, man. I mean, and New York Yankee fans are absolutely just living in the, this moment right now, loving the Mets falling. Uh, everything. I'm like, guys. Hey, we've got a, a series ahead of us too. I was about to ask. Are you uh, any nerves about this? Uh, uh, there, there's nerves. I mean, there's the problem with the Yankees, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Right? What team's showing up? Is it the team before the All Star break? Mm-hmm. Is that team going to show up? 
Is it the team that went through that slid where we couldn't score runs, you know, would go six, seven innings in games without getting a hit? Yeah. You know, is it that team? Um, you know, what Cole's going to show up? Is it going to be dynamic Cole that, you know, can go, eight, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine innings in a game? Uh, or is it going to be, you know, five innings of, you know, six earned runs because you gave up three home runs? Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. I mean, there's a lot of questions going on here. Uh, Judge, are they going to pitch to him? You know, we haven't talked since um, he hit 62, by the Good way. Good Lord. Oh. So that, that should be mentioned. That. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was about to say, Congrats, the opening, right? yeah, I was about to say, yeah. the opening, we did not, we have not been back on since he hit 62. Yeah. Congrats. Congratulations. You yep. are now fifth or sixth. Oh, okay. All right. That's six. Home run. The number one in the game. Yankees fans have been waiting. Yeah, let me not hate. Congratulations, Aaron Judge. You hit 62. I just that knew what was big, coming big once he hit 62. Oh, he's with every, the home run Yeah, with everybody here. saying that, like, I was just I like. I hate that. Like, what? Just enjoy the moment. That he's the, new, that he's the uh, true home run king. We asked you that early on if you would think that. And I, actually, I asked you that in jest because I thought, just joking, I feel like you would be honest and say no. Yeah. And you did. You said no. And, I, I mean, we all agreed that Bonds is the home run champ. Yep. Um, Aaron Judge has an incredible season. Um, he's going to be MVP. I don't care what Otani's done. Um, no, he, he needs to be. He's the MVP. He MVP. Um, no doubt about it. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, he's he's had a great season, so he's going to win it. I do think they have a series coming up with Guardians. Yeah. Um, because I, I think the Guardians are playing really well right now, and it's really weird for me to say the Guardians. I know. I, I've had struggled all day. I struggled all. I know. I've been saying Cleveland all day because I can't even say Guardians. It's weird. It's weird. So, My big thing was if they clearly they the Yankees finished the season pretty pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, even with everyone pitching around Judge. My question is, do, do teams stick to that pitch around Judge and make someone else on the Yankees beat you? I think it's hard in playoff games to give up a free runner. I mean, you, you want to um, you know go out there and your best versus their best and just kind of uh, keep people off the base pass. But do you go ahead and just pitch around Judge and make someone else on the Yankees beat you? Because there's a lot of times, Money. especially during the whole chase, mm-hmm. where they were doing that and it was working. Well, I think everything's on the table. I mean, I think the guard, I think Cleveland will go into it just thinking, you know, whatever we have to do to win this series to beat the Yankees, yeah. we're going to have to do if that it, Literally, if it comes down to Jaron Judge gets really one real at-bat uh, game. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. Because the last thing you want is for Aaron Judge to catch fire. Yeah, you don't want Aaron oh, Judge. Yeah. yeah. So like, my thing is like keep him inconsistent. Yeah. Right? Well, you don't want or it to be too. Keep, keep him inconsistent. Keep, keep him, him well, keep at sure, bay. Yeah. Keep him at bay. Maybe pitch to him one at bat. Then don't pitch to him the next yeah. at bats. Never let him get a groove going get in the series. Because yeah. once he gets comfortable, well, I'll tell you what. His success is gonna really rely on one of your guys' favorite players. Uh, being Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo has to protect Judge. He's got to get that bat going. Uh, you know, he hit a lot of home runs this year, uh, finished, I believe, tied in a career high at 32, I think it was. Um, he's He's got to protect Judge there because if, they can't, if they're not going to respect Rizzo um, and they just pitch around Judge – and then just don't you guys have another guy on your well, team they, making three hundred million dollars? Well, they like to split up the righties. <laughs> okay. Put the lefty in between. Yeah. And have Stanton bat after him. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
Stanton's going to have to have a big series. I was. I, a, I think runs. Stanton's going to be my X factor. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Things, like Stanton yeah. needs to Stanton earn that paycheck. Have a, thank you. He took what? the words out of my mouth. Earn that paycheck. Yeah. Oh, he, absolutely. He took the words right out kind of my mouth. Kind of earned the earn he the makes a lot of, And Stanton's been considered a, a really good player for a long – at one point a top player, but, you know, due to injuries. Mm-hmm. This is your time to step up and shine, bro, and show why you're standing. Earn yeah. those pinstripes. You know, earn earn yep. those pinstripes, bro. Like, I, if Stanton has a big series, bro, you guys might be on to something. I mean, if, he, the, if he can come out and perform, if he could be anything yeah. – like he was in the beginning of the year, because I think he was balling out pretty well in the beginning of the year, right? Okay. Well, it's, well so no, he's had mo- he had yeah. a, he's had very nice if he, stretches. If he can do anything like that, man, yeah. so let me let me ask you this real quick. So before next podcast, uh, so a week from today would be game five. Oh shit! Are we at game five this time next week? Uh, let's that that we get to what I was gonna say. Let's just go ahead and just let's go ahead and do let's just pick our winners for the division. I think the Yankees. I think it. I think it will because I do think the Guardians are gonna pitch around Judge. I don't think they're gonna let Judge beat them. Mm -hmm. I think it will stay close. Um, I I ultimately think the Yankees will win that series, but uh, I think uh, I I could definitely see it going five. I think. Oh man! No, it's, it's I would almost. Five. I would almost go four, but I, I still. I'm leaning towards five. I think it's going to take all hands on deck. It's going five, and uh, yeah, this time next week, I'll be a nervous wreck. So, yeah. um, I think Rizzo's going to show up too. I hope so, man. I, mean, he's been, I, I he's, really he's, like he's, him. He's, he's been in those uh, World he's been Series in, he, type yep, situations. Absolutely. So, been there, done that. So, we got Phillies, Braves. Uh, Phillies are hot. Phillies are hot, and I, the, here's the one thing about them is that they had that lineup. And I think everybody's healthy. Um, you know, they have they have these guys who, if that lineup gets hot, it's tough to beat this lineup. Yep. Um, that being said, I like the Braves. the The Phillies are hot right now. The Braves have been hot since June. Um, I think they're going to stay that way. I think I'm going to say four. I think they take the Phillies out in four, um, and then they move on. Um, what about you I guys? Like that. I, I think four sounds like a good um, good number there. You said um, the Braves are four? I would not be surprised if Phillies win tomorrow. So no. that's, that that'd be so good. Maybe the, Bra- the Braves will sweep the Phillies? No, it's four games. they got to win. It's, it's best if it's five. Oh, First yeah, round is best of five. Yeah, so I th- I agree. With you. I actually agree with you there. I would not be surprised if Phillies win tomorrow. I, I just think, yeah, coming off what they just did, uh, beating the Cardinals, especially the way they did. Um, yeah, they're going to use a little bit of that momentum. Um, Braves, you know, kind of we've been expecting them in this position all year. Um, I, you know, it's Philly's time to shine right now, maybe game one. But uh, Braves come back and win that series. I like that. I mean, you picked them to – one, you picked them to win the, you picked them to win the East. Cool. You did. You picked the Phillies to win the East, so you need to ride with this Phillies train a little Phillies. bit. I was just about to say, okay. I'm going with the okay. Phillies. I'm going with the Phillies because it's not always the best team in the season. It's the hottest team that ends the season or yep. starts the Oh, playoffs. yeah. So, Phillies have been hot. Obviously, I, I knew you guys were going to pick the Braves, but the Phillies have been hot, and I think they're going to ride this hot streak, man. I think they're going to take this game to five. I think they're, it's going five games. Phillies pulling it out. I just like the Braves pitching more. That's I mean, it's really all it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and the the Braves lineup is 
stuck. Oh, it's stupid. Stuck, too, yeah, but and Matt Olson. It seems like Matt Olson is fun. You know, yeah, we we haven't talked baseball much. Uh, you know, especially with the Braves, he got to a slow start, but I think he really found his groove in that second half of the season. Um, I mean, he's obviously he's not Freddie Freeman, but I think he did a nice job this year for them. And I just think that offense, along with that pitching, yep. it's just going to be too much for Philadelphia for sure. Oh, Max Crosby Astros, is man. eating this. He's a beast. He, Max, Cros- he's just eating that dude's lunch. Yeah. Um, what are you guys thinking in this series? Because this is interesting. What Astros Mariners? Yeah. Uh, you know what's odd that we just sit here and talk about how hot the Phillies are. Yeah. The Mariners are on. They're in Fuego right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I. But the problem is, I just think the Astros are just yeah. too good. Yeah, I just think. So I mean, good. I just think they're too. They're in the same boat like the Braves. Since June, it seems like those two teams have just been. On fire, and I just think, but I think the Astros just have too much, especially in that pitching. Um, I just think they have too much for the uh, Mariners, and uh, I think the Mariners are getting close, though, man. I think next year, I oh my god, I think the Mariners are going to be a team to definitely watch out for next year. Yeah, and I think this was the kind of year that they can build off of. But absolutely, I wouldn't be surprised if the Mariners take one, take one in this. So I'm a, I'm gonna say four, um, but uh. I mean, I, the Astros are just going to be too much. I'm calling game one Mariners right now. Um, yeah, they're facing Verlander, but Gilbert has had like a 2.2 ERA or something like that against uh, the Astros this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he's pitched well. I think he continues tomorrow. They use that, that uh, heat streak to continue. They get Verlander. It's a close game, like a 2-1 game, uh, but just enough to uh, to beat Astros game one. I like the Astros in the series, though. Just too much. Uh, very talented. They've they've come all the way around. Um, they're they're a wagon, and um, yeah, the, it's going to be too much at the end of the day. I think the Astros win the first two games, then they go to Seattle, and Seattle takes game one. I was just thinking about. I was just thinking of that one. I like that. I think. Uh, I think that's gonna that's gonna be how it plays. I was thinking, I think. I, I think game two. I think the Astros take game one. I think game two is going to be a very close game Yeah. Um, to give the Mariners some confidence that they can stick with this team. They're going to go into Seattle. Crowd's going to be nuts. First playoff game since 2001. Mm-hmm. Right? Down 2-0, though, would be a tough way to down to wheel but going team home. back. Yeah. Going down 2-0, but going home. Yeah. If you win that game, you extend it another. You win that game, you extend it another. Yeah. Then you, got, you know what I mean? So you have to have that mindset. But I think – I don't think the Mariner, the, the Astros are going to close it out in Seattle the first game. Is Castillo pitching so, game two? I'm going to go four games Astros. For the Mariners? Insane. What? Is Castillo pitching game two for the Mariners? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if they win game two. Yeah, game two could definitely be. Because yeah. Castillo's been pitching really well since he got yeah. there. Um, um, but, yeah, but no, I, yeah, I mean, I got, I mean, obviously, and then Yankees, Astros, and the ALCS. Wow, look at well, that. Well, we skipped one. Did you see that? Oh, no, I'm just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't got to that. I mean, Dodgers, Padres. I mean, Guardians, Yankees. I have Yankees winning that. So yeah, well, we, we got that didn't one. we just? Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about Padres, Do- Dodgers. I just don't um, see. I just don't see how the Dodgers don't sweep. Dude, I'm taking a sweep. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's not Padres. Obviously, just played very well in that series. Um, really cool. Well, Dodgers has just owned the Padres. So until the Padres prove to me yeah. that they can win a game. I agree. Remember, it's like it's something crazy. It's like 17 of the last 18 games or something like that the Dodgers have won. I mean, it's just something stupid. So it's like, no, I, I, I am full on the Dodgers on this, taking them all day sweep. Now, if that Padres pitching staff can pitch like they did 
in, in New York, right? Then. They give them a shot. Gives them a okay. shot, but at the same time, too, again, I agree with you. It just, it, it no matter what sport it is, when you know a team just owns another, it's just hard to pick against that team. Yep, I agree. Touchdown, wow, good oh play. Gosh. Wow. Um, yeah, for sure. But baseball being this such a great time of year, dude. Football, uh, playoff, playoff baseball. baseball. You know, mm-hmm. it's getting cooler. You know, all that stuff. It just all ties so well together. I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. I agree. Um. You guys have anything else you want to finish up with? Um, no, I don't got entertainment yet. Uh, I haven't seen too much. Huh? I I have actually seen Smile. I thought it was pretty good. Was it good? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good for a PG thirteen movie. You know, I get very leery. PG thirteen? Well, I'm sorry. I I take that back. I thought I'm sorry. I thought that was. I thought that it's wrong. They're uh, it was rated R, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it had some. uh, It has a unique plot. Um, I thought it, you know, the pacing was good for it. I thought it was good. I thought it was, you know, this year for horror movies has actually not been that bad. Um, but I, you know, I haven't seen too much. Not much else has really been out. Yeah. Um, Did you see Woman King at all? No, I didn't oh. see that. Um, I mean, I, it got good reviews. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just, it just didn't have any interest in seeing it. I mean, I might watch it when it comes on streaming. Um, but and I didn't. I didn't see that. Don't worry, Dar. I, I thought that might be something I would get interested in. But that movie just got sh- such shit reviews that I was just like, I, I'm good. I'll wait till it comes out on stream. <laughs> um, really, right now it's just been mainly watching a bunch of horror movies. Yep. gearing up for the season. Uh, I do want to say I, you know, when things get situated, I do want to have obviously the horror movie draft. Yeah, we'll do that before. And uh, how it's going to be? It's just like kind of like how we did the last one. I think it was, I can't remember, was it sports movies or something like that? Jeez. But um, where we do it by decades, um, it'll be the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2010, and then a wild card. Uh, So give it a little bit of time. We'll probably do that when it gets a little bit closer to uh, Halloween, Um, but we'll definitely do that. Kickball season's coming to an end, um, so we should be getting back to possibly doing two episodes a, a week. Um, which we could do a recap and then a preview. But as yeah. far as entertainment goes right now, there just hasn't been much out there. Um, I did watch that Jeffrey Dahmer series. Um, just started. I'm not, yeah, I, I watched just finished two episode episodes one. of yeah. it. I, uh, I, I, I watched all ten, and I can tell you this right now, I will not be revisiting that show. <laughs> and then, of course, then the Netflix puts out is it the – because it wasn't good or is it because it's just – Here's the thing. It's actually incredibly well made. Yeah, like, I as, a show, as a show, it's yeah. actually oh, yeah. good. It's just that it's just such – it's really tough matter. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. You watch stuff about Gacy or Bundy, and it's just like, it's just different. Because this dude, this dude was an absolute monster. Like, pure evil. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, incarnate. Yeah, I do. I did watch the Confessions of a. Uh, you know, they do that series uh-huh. on Netflix, Confessions of a Killer. Yeah, I watched. That I actually think if they just did that instead of anything else, uh, that would have been enough. I think we're good on Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> after this. Yeah. Um, but there's something wrong with that guy, man. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. No, there's something wrong with that guy. Man. And then they just like fully like them trying to do the insanity plea, and he's just like, I'm. I mean, I'm not insane. Yeah. It's just like I just I need definitions of what insane is. Well, because more of the story, guys. Don't take your kids to pick up roadkill and let them inspect the animals' bodies. That's weird. Yeah. Who yeah. does that? That's a flag. <laughs> That's Don't a leave flag. Me. If your kid likes doing that, if he asks the teacher, can he bring home a pig carcass, send yeah. him somewhere else. I would uh, <laughs> also just, you know, pay attention to your kids more. 
Yeah, don't just, just don't leave them. General, for sure. Um, but uh, no, watch that. Have you watched Andor yet? I've not. So I was gonna get. On, I was gonna start on Andor probably yeah. here soon. Um, there's things definitely things to watch, but right now I'm just in full like horror movie mode. See, and I, I want. I'm trying to get there. Problem is, I've been on. You know, I told you, Michaela and I are watching Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just really doing that. Uh, Sundays is House of Dragons. I'm in this whole like medieval <laughs> yeah thing right now that I, I'm, I'm trying to like like I said I, everyone's watching Dahmer I went ahead and watched episode one um, so I'm trying to kind of ease myself out of that I just I don't want to lose the momentum that we got going in Game of Thrones sure. right now so it's like I'm just kind of going through that we're in season four right now and uh, just plugging away so trying to get that done I am going to go see the new Halloween on on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, the last trailer didn't really invoke any new like enthusiasm yeah. for it. Um, of course, the second one just really put a damper on everything. Uh, but I am—I mean, I'm excited to go see it. Right. Um, the last one. We'll see how reviews look when it comes out. Uh, you know, it—it'll be interesting. But you know, they got that Black Adam comes out uh, next week. So there's some movies coming out. So I'll have reviews for. But uh, yeah, right now, man, it's just all horror movies. There you go. All right. Antoine, anything to finish the episode with? No. I think, okay, so we did miss this question. Cause we didn't, we, I mean, we went all the despair and talked about it. We didn't really give our pick for the OU game. <laughs> it took two hours and 24 minutes for us to get to the OU question because we're so scared to even say anything. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I I think they're going to win. Um I think they. I think this is a game they come out. And they, they just they play with some kind of heart. I mean, I'm not saying it's gonna. Be, I, it's gonna be probably a close game, but I think getting De- uh, Gabriel back will be will be key. I think Mims will get will have a big game. I think Farouk will have a good game. I just I think the offense will get back in a flow. Um, I think the defense will make enough plays. I say OU wins. Thirty eight, thirty five. Okay. Thirty-one twenty-eight Sooners. I think everything you just said. I need you to say that with a little more pretty, confidence. Not much confidence. I don't think either one of us said that with the most nope, confidence. Nope, not very much. Because if we lose, yeah, like Preston's voice broke up a little bit when he said I, it. I, it's <laughs> like Sooners. No, no, we're uh, exactly. enough to get the job done. That's all I can say. Uncharted territory. I do. I will say this. I do think. I think if they could get this win, I think the next two weeks they have these are games that they can you know they can build off and get wins for, and at least get to five and three. Good tackle because they got Iowa State after this, and uh, I mean obviously defensively I think uh, Iowa State's pretty good, but uh, I think uh, um, I think their offense isn't great. Now, granted, that doesn't mean that that defense won't make Decker look like a <laughs> right. No, so. it's go get the job done. That's all I can say. But well, guys, that does it for us tonight. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media, both Instagram and Twitter. Um, plugging away our picks and everything on there. Want you guys to see what's going on, what we got going. Want to hear from you guys, see what you got. Uh, so make sure you follow us on there. Um, and yeah, I mean, jam packed episode too. You know it's football season and it's two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. But hope you guys enjoy. Uh, 
look forward to hearing from you, and uh, have a great week. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you guys.